When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. What's good, Internet? It's Friday, October 16th, and you're listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 451. I'm your host, Austin Walker. Joining me today, Rob Zachney. Good morning. I look Patrick like Klepik. Holy crap. <laughs> what? What's, are you okay? No, I just haven't seen myself in days. Yeah. Oh, no. I need to shower and shave. Oh, should, no. Yeah, there's a lot this going is, on right now. I've been there. It's peak worth, I, I was there two days ago, and I had to go into the office yesterday to shoot stuff. So I had to go <laughs> my give hair myself. Appears, it's like you trying have, to take wing and leave know, my fucking head. Rob, do you know Clarion the Witch Boy <laughs> at all? Clarion I the Witch not. Boy, one of my favorite uh, uh, DC comic characters, uh, has your haircut currently 100 oh, no. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't like that. Uh huh. It's great. It's good. Anyway, Patrick, uh, you're also here. Uh, I want to shout out um, uh, at uh, Electric Gaunt on on Twitter. Um, uh, on a previous uh, podcast, I put a call to the wild to our entrepreneurial listeners of Waypoint Radio. Um, I said I would like a compilation of Rob Zachney awkwardly introing Waypoint Radio oh my God. because he is shocked at every time he realizes that he has to do the intro, doesn't know what to do, and fumbles his way through it. And Electric Gaunt um, put out a compilation of every time Rob has introed Waypoint Radio. It is uh, a delight, so please go go check out their Twitter feed if you want the, the YouTube <laughs> link. For incredible. Incredible. Uh, and uh, Ricardo Contreras. Ricardo, how you doing? You got any? You got any intro shout outs? A new, a, a new segment we're doing? <laughs> no, just fucking. Why does this Thursday feel like a Monday? I have big Monday today. energy. I'm, I'm mad tired. <laughs> I'm not feeling it today. I'm being no. honest with you. I will. No. Like Rob's gonna bring out a razor and just start like cutting himself <laughs> okay, up so during this podcast. Here's the deal. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I think get fucked up around here. Mm. Okay. All right. So I like. As one expects, when you're sort of like living that quarantine life, you get like getting exercise, getting out, like it becomes more important because you're spending a lot of time sitting around the house. Oh, yeah. So I had this like this brainwave where I was like, okay, <laughs> so it'll be more efficient if I don't shower when I get up and I wait until after a workout and then I shower and shave and do all that stuff. That only works. I'm you actually for the shoot, do shoot it. Drop. <laughs> you uh-huh, you got to do it. Nar- narrator. Con- one week later. Yeah. <laughs> that plan is contingent. Look at this piece you- of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you actually being like, oh yeah, you know, you know what? I'm gonna squeeze in a little workout uh, in the morning once work yeah. begins. I'm gonna check in the Slack, and then I'm definitely gonna take like an hour, ninety minutes to like go through a workout and shower and shave. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to like, like. 
monitor Slack obsessively for uh-huh. no fucking reason whatsoever. Like nobody <laughs> in cares. channels that he's never posted in. Rob is just keeping up on the culture and life segment. Fucking <laughs> like. Look, someone might DM me, and I gotta be here. I just. I, I can't just say I'm going to go well, work out. And then it cascades, right? Because on that's on day one. On day two, you're like, man, I can't go for a walk outside right now. I look like shit. I would have to take a shower, but I'm not going to do that until I work out. So I'm just going to work out in the apartment today, and then I'll take a shower. Hold up. What's that DM say? It says there's a new PS5 UI video. Well, that is obviously my priority this morning. Well, and like, so like three days ago, I had a great ring fit workout. Like I was just feeling yeah. it and I just got all the kinks sort of unkinked, all the spinal stuff adjusted. Good. Felt amazing. And then one day I'm out with the dog and Mina chooses, She there's a dog Mina is obsessed with and Mina sees this dog right, and Mina. she's like, holy fuck, it's that yellow lab. And yanks really hard, and I feel something twinge badly in my lower back. It's not so bad, but I'm okay. But the thing is, ever since then, every morning I've been stiff as hell as I get out of bed. And, like, suddenly things like the floor feel like they're eight miles away from me. Where, like, Mina's food dish, I'm like, okay. Yep. I'm going to get that off the floor without blowing up my back. (laughs) So, can I bend down and pick it up? No. The answer is no. Can I just crouch from the knees? Ooh, those feel creaky too. (laughs) Here's the plan. I am just going to, like a, like a, first baseman like really stretching out to to catch the ball and keep keep contact on the base i'm just going to continue spreading my feet further apart until like the triangle formed by my legs has such a wide base that something can just reach down and pick up the food dish yeah exactly because but that means that like first thing in the morning like when i most need to stretch stretching sounds like the worst fucking thing in the world where i'm like so the solution for this is to get on the floor uh-huh. And like do exercises mm-hmm. on the floor that's all the way down there. And then to get up from the floor after? Impossible. Absolutely no not. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do instead. I am going to get over to my office chair. I'm gonna jam a bolster pillow behind me as I <laughs> sit down. And I'm going to sit frozen for two hours. Oh and I'm I'll not gonna shower. Just organically get into the right. Yeah, well. Yeah. You'll get there just by Monday. We should. I think we'll see a whole new Rob. I believe. I believe that the Monday podcast, Rob's act is going to come in looking spick <laughs> a couple and span, ways fresh off this rate. <laughs> we'll see a whole new Rob. All, yeah, all of a sudden, was, cousin, cousin It is going to join the podcast. Uh, oh, I would week. love it. <laughs> it'll look but, like, well, it'll look like a Seth Rogen character in the second act of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, no. during the breakup. Yeah, yep. uh-huh. absolutely. God. I hit a thing today, or actually last night, which was weird. I So I went to the office yesterday because we were shooting some stuff, and uh, I came back, and then like at 11 p.m. last night, my brain and my whole body was like, well, I got to go to bed so I can catch the bus to get into the office by 9.30 tomorrow. Like, it just was completely convinced for, like, I knew in my, my brain that that was wrong, but my body was like, no, Austin, it's bedtime because you have a 9 a.m. meeting, like always, remember? And that was, that's one, not true, but it's wild how much my brain wanted that to be Because you true. went to the office for one day. For one day, and like no one else was there. It was, which was also just a weird experience. Also, our Tony Hawk ride, uh, skateboard was on some random person's desk, which I do not appreciate. Wait. I don't know where they Wait. got that. Did you check yeah. it on the cabinet? No, I did not check it on the cabinet. Oh fuck! I, 
Sorry. Because that's where the. Did you need me to do that? Well, no, it's just like, that's where that was. So, what well, about yeah, the rest now, of the stuff in the look, cabinet? It's on <laughs> someone's desk. Ne- yeah, uh-huh, oh, exactly. People God are pilfering, it. getting what they need to survive. Someone needed the Tony Hawk ride. <laughs> machine. Gonna, I'm going to burn this for fuel. <laughs> Absolutely. It was, it was weird. It was a weird situation. I hope situation. someone thought it was a real skateboard. I was just like, who's going to use this? I'll just borrow it for a while. And then, yep. oh, shit. This is. <laughs> this is God damn it. So, this Austin, is, is the fact you were, like, getting ready for your morning meeting with CL the reason you couldn't stay up to play Hunt Showdown with me last is, night? No, it's actually because I was playing Phasmophobia with other people already. Mm. Uh, so I could not do that, unfortunately. We'll talk about that later. We should talk about the PS5 UI that we all just crammed watching so that we could talk about it. Um, PS5 has a UI that has some features that the first thing I thought of when I first saw them was like, Oh, y'all are just eating Stadia's lunch, huh? <laughs> I mean, yeah. to be fair, Stadia didn't bring a big lunch to begin nah. with. <laughs> Stadia, kind of Stadia like, host, they didn't, they didn't even deliver on like that. The like, true, hey, dude, love to be in a puzzle and then pull up a YouTube video and we'll find you the solution. That never explained how they're gonna find like the non-neo-Nazi version of that uh, <laughs> of that video. But God, you know, maybe if they moderated their spaces a little bit, it'd be a little bit easy. It won't be a problem. Oh, that'll find. Yeah, Stadia, which is not which is <laughs> incompatible with the new Chromecast that they're releasing. Um, oh is gonna God. be what gets oh, them fuck. to fix up the the U. Did you see that? They're, no. They finally for people who don't haven't used a, like a, a Chromecast before. It's not like a like a, a Roku or something where you have like a full interface. Like it's like you load an app and then in the corner there's the little waves and then you can send a video signal to it. So there's no like storefront. You're just using existing apps on your iPhone or Android or whatever. Um, they're actually, that made sense for a while. And then at some point they were like, we should probably make like a storefront that people should engage with. And they're doing that, but it also is not compatible with Stadia for like until like the second half of 2021 or something like that. So Brutal. That's cool, I guess. I know anyway. one person who uses Stadia, and he seems real happy with it. I know he plays. I, th- a lot I think of it's Destiny. the same person they were talking. Yeah, this, uh-huh. I know who Shout you're talking to, John Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, listen, he's happy with rough. it. Says Wait, that, like Destiny? not a lot of people play Destiny on a, on it, but he's having a good time. So you know, if uh, if the if these new consoles were not coming out, that's where I'd be playing Cyberpunk. Um, because I'll just probably play it on one of one of those instead. Because that, that's sure. probably the place that that would play the best for. I set up anyway. God, PS5 UI. I can't believe someone somewhere is crunching to make Cyberpunk work on Stadia. <sighs> that specific God person exists. Anyway, <laughs> one uh, person toiling in the in yeah, the, in the, in the, yeah. Uh huh. Well, uh, at least they were asked. <laughs> oh, or were they? <laughs> God. Anyway, we yeah. Hmm. Uh, PS5, uh, Sony released a video of the new PS5 UI, which is like one of those things where I'm like, until I'm watching a video, I'm like, man, fuck this. I don't give a shit about the new UI. And then I remember how bad UI has been in, in game consoles for years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I'm like, okay. man, you know Hold what? Hold on. Maybe there's the a cross media of bar was inspired and it mm. was the, it, like, it was the future. It pointed to a better future, but yeah. we didn't go to that future because everything got fucked up. <laughs> Have you looked at the Vita interface like recently? Is the, bubbles? the bubbles? The yeah. bubbles. Yeah. Oh my god. I remember the bubbles. <laughs> I do remember the bubbles. Well, so the PS5 um, UI isn't actually all that meaningfully different than no. the PS4 the, or PS. Like the it's more like the feature, the social features that they have um 
uh, that's the thing. Yeah. Like they don't go through, they don't go through the UI at, at that like top level. They do like the, someone logs in and then the first thing that they go to is a kind of screen where yes, at the bottom, you can kind of see that bar that is like, here's a game, here's notifications, here's music and volume settings and blah, blah, blah. But the main new thing is just like, you're on a screen, sort of like a splash page for the game that you, that you were last playing, I guess this does not show like where <clears throat> where was, the other games will be. This starts up from suspend mode or whatever. You're right. right? You're from right. Rest yeah. mode, and you're going straight into the game. So it's literally right. just like if you had hit the PS button while playing a game, that that's the menu that it starts up on. If you were coming back in on a game, right? And then what it shows basically is like this new. This is one of the new big pitches. Is there is going to be a kind of a splash homepage for every game that you play that includes a bunch of like tiles that have information cards, on them. please. Sorry, cards, cards. cards. Um, is it like the social media thing cards? Like I can have a card that has all of my like personal interests in it or like, <laughs> ways to contact me. Um, so, and that's like, okay, here's news from the publisher. Here are my screenshots is a card. Um, and then there's stuff that's like, Cards tied to levels. Here's in the, the dad game. shit. Here is the thing that I yeah. Patrick, I, was aware, you, I was aware this was happening before they announced it. Uh-huh. And th- this UI you stuff messaged has been, me very excited about this feature yes. because you're a dad. I was like, I'm not going to write about this. Let them announce it. But I have been briefed on <laughs> from a source of like how some of this stuff is going to work. And I, the dad energy was like extremely strong on some of the the UI stuff they're doing in the PS5. Um, so if you watch the video, like there are there's small things like there's like a percentage uh, completion on trophies. I, you know, I, I don't think that's for any of us, but for folks that are out there trophy hunting, um, it is is like nice that you can see like you're at 20 percent instead activities? of activities, activities. That is the broader <laughs> card cards, activities. This is the activities feature. Cards are the little UI elements that you're looking at. Um <laughs> And the, the the one that is, uh, I find the most personally interesting um, is something that like has like very limited time to play games. Is so they're showing like the new not Little Big Planet but the Sack, Sackboy Adventure, um, like the kind of platformer they're they're doing for the, yeah. the PS5 launch. Um, you're at like on a world map and you can pull up these cards and it, it shows you uh, different levels or different like you know activities that are available to you and roughly how long it's going to take to finish them. So it's like hey you, you about ten minutes to finish this level um you have or or you haven't completed the entirety of this level and here are like the different activities you could do in there and then digging into that is like when you want to go into a level let's say you just haven't collected all the little you know dinguses the little collectibles that the game wants you to grab yeah the, ding- uh, the dinguses the dinguses um you know it, it'll kind of like uh, list those out and then you can also pull up a like uh, a video that is either created by a developer or is made by someone in the community that can like show you like, Hey, here's where the dingus is. Like you don't need to look around for it. Like you could just follow this um, like video walkthrough and you know, know where it is around, around the building. So um, which again is that feature that Stadia promised that mm. just did not ever show up. Well, because right? it also didn't make any sense. Like, I don't, I never, also- never, I never quite understood how, like, Stadia's pitch was, I think they were showing a Tomb Raider game. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, one of their elaborate puzzles. And I was like, ah, you stuck, and you're not sure what to do. Like, d- why scrub through a video 
Like we, we will just use our technology to find a puzzle solution video, sync it up to the right spot, and you can watch that while you're engaging with the puzzle. Which just, if you thought about the logistics of that, like that just never made any fucking sense. Like how well, were they, uh, absent developer curated videos that were just like let's play walkthroughs. Um, uh, I, I, don't, I didn't know how that was going to work unless you're having the community do it, which is, you know, the balance. That which is what Sony is doing effectively. Right? I think part of it was that they just were expecting to leverage their like video content ID shit, which sure, apparently yeah. matches video close enough. But who knows? Yeah, who knows how that would have played out in practice? Because some games you have to retrace certain areas, like, and you're right, not right, might right. not be on that part of the fucking quest if you're still in the same city or zone or whatever. You know, like that shit gets messy quick in bigger in bigger games that aren't as linear. Is that so? So here, what's happening is the reason that it's able to pull those up is because each of those things is a already predetermined and marked thing by developers. Developers, so developer, yeah, find developers the monk are putting rooms. yes. So like in um, my understanding of how the, the future works is like yeah, this is this is something where the developers, as they are publishing on PS5, there is like a backend system in which they are marking metadata that is breaking out like here are activities here is uh like our general sense of how long this will take users and then um like there's like wiggle like i believe there's like i don't know if it's an algorithm i don't know how it works but that like the estimates can change based on players so it's like something that says 10 minutes for me (laughs) might say 45 minutes for rob for example (laughs) wow I, that is how that will go. Like, uh, Rob like, self dragged. I don't know if it was before the podcast or, or not. I don't know if it was in a recording, but he did that already. So I was just, I was just taking the layup that was put in front of me. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it will. Like, I can't wait until the PS5 recognizes. Like, oh, you died. How many times on this bus? <laughs> this is like a tutorialish thing. Okay. Um, so hold on, let me recalculate your time. Uh, so this this game is going to take you 115 glorious hours. Uh, it just enjoy says, your banquet. It just says estimate. Don't worry. Have fun. <laughs> have fun, little guy. Hey, uh, you sure you don't want to watch these videos? Um, you know, well, usually little- we put gameplay like we can show you where the where the solution to this puzzle is. Um, we're going to pull up a let's play for you. No commentary. <laughs> and how you just watch that? We've hired guy. a let's player. We're going to let them. They're going to take control. You we're can just, just watch control. them work through the boss. <laughs> PewDiePie has generously offered to it's jump in here and finish the boss. For you. Handing your younger brother the controller that yeah. isn't plugged uh-huh. in. <laughs> yeah. Generation. Uh-huh. <laughs> the um, so it is worth saying that the the get help feature, which is the watch a video thing, is PS Plus member benefit thing, and I, I it doesn't say where those videos come from. Are those videos provided by the publisher to like on a one by one thing? My understanding is it can go either way. Like it's okay. not because if you think hmm. about it, like think of like a smaller developer, right? That would right, be like right. an enormous burden. I think all these features are optional. As from what um, I don't I don't think either of these I would are um. Like they're often called like cert mandated, which is like in order to get published on a storefront, you have to do certain things. And I, but I don't, I don't believe activities or the help stuff will be mandated to be on platforms. They are heavily encouraging launch developers to to include Mm. these features because they want it. You know, this is the kind of thing that if it's not broadly like, uh, like enjoyed by users and supported by games out of the gate, you know, it could, you could easily see this sort of like being a thing that's only in first party games or like select third party games yeah. where Sony says, please put this shit in as part of a co-marketing deal. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, but, um, but it's, it gets weird. Cause like, Oh, go ahead. Kato. 
Well, I was just going to say, yeah, it, it feels wild to me because one of those launch games is going to be uh, Demon Souls. Yes, I tweeted right? about this yeah. just before we jumped into this. <laughs> just like... Which was their pr- premier launch game, like the game for the yeah. launch of the PS5 is one... Here, I'm just going to... I'm going to paste this because someone tweeted this at me as soon as I shared this. So check our... Um, this is a screenshot someone made of like yeah. if a tradi- if Ubisoft yeah. made Bloodborne, um, <laughs> like wh- what would the UI look like? And this includes like no. markers for like gate A, gate C, a mini map in the corner, um, a uh, in the upper right hand corner before be- uh, you know before uh, where you have like your experience points or I forget what they call that in, in Bloodborne. Uh, you know, defeat checkpoint reach, and then your objectives: defeat the cleric beast, light the bridge lantern, defeat the werewolves on the bridge, open gate shortcut A. Which that one makes me want to <laughs> scream. Yeah. Oh, there's a marker for collect dropped blood echoes. And anyway, so that's just like you know, an example of like you know where does how does this fit? Does Demon Souls just not support it? It probably just supports the trophy, which is what people said. It's like it probably doesn't have markers for mm, quests. It I probably bet it just does. says. I bet it does. But how? So because Blue Point's gonna, making it, or you know what I mean? Not Blue Point. Is Blue Point right? Yeah. Wait, to be I, clear, I, in, I tr- in my mind, activities were the were just trophies, right? That's, that's not just true, the though, new name for it. There's no, 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 no. There's no way because because there's because there's percentage complete and then there is estimated time to finish. Yeah. So if you look, if you're looking in the Sackboy thing, it's not just it's it's like ten minutes to finish this level. You have done sixty percent of the activities in this level. So and those, those are like, activities mm, are like different mm, markers. Okay, okay, find okay, the monk okay. robes costume. Find the small wave emote. Find the pinata. Back I, end see, I just saw that piece. as like a, a a trophy that had multiple parts. That like you know, that's some trophies like collect all of these things, and then the right. trophy is the whole thing. But, but I see what you mean then because it would it's, be just do this yeah. level, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, I guess that that would make sense. I I. I'm skeptical because I don't think that they would not tell you that that's a trophy. They would want right. to encourage you to do the trophy thing. You know what I mean? Unless they're getting rid I, of trophies, which is a different, which they don't say in this video. Right. So, no, that's they, a, that's the thing. They don't even it. mention it, but I uh, assume. Here we go. Look, we, over uh, to the right, there's a different thing for bronze trophies. If you if you go to 320 in the video, okay. the right of levels, there's a bronze trophy bounder, bronze trophy bubble bing, binger. <laughs> I almost said binger. <laughs> Bubble binger. Oh, you're right. Um, I see. I see. There's still yeah, cards yeah, yeah. for them separately so, from the adventures. Okay. I totally, I would totally believe that that Blue Point will make that game. And this isn't a drag on them so much as it is, I think, a characterization on what their goals have been to bringing their games, you know, to, to doing. Or also, remasters. just being a launch game for yes. the PlayStation Show, they, Five. Yes. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> launch game for the PlayStation Five will probably want to take advantage of this. Um, so I hope what it's not as much as like, like get this good ring. <laughs> It probably now, granted, the, the help system makes sense, right? Like it would yeah. actually, like, uh, like here are tips to to fight, you know, uh, the boss. Like, I bet that it's makes bosses. All the sense in the yeah. world. I bet it's bosses. Um, I bet it's God. I I bosses. But there just the aren't one. like so. So someone pointed this out, um, which is that so one of the design decisions that From Software makes is that it is not as though quest lines aren't tracked, right? Like in the right. code. You right. c- people have pulled up and found like you know th- this is how the quest line is tracked by the system in the background. The difference in a from software game is that there is not a quest guide to bring up. There is no like part of the you know you just meet a dude named Astrava who is like yeah, especially when you review you know. these games, it's like you just realize like you're never going to engage with any of the side quests because that's just something the community figures out collectively. Dude, um, when 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 the game is out. 
Um, I'm still or, mad about or, that assassin in that one level of Dark Souls 3 because I'd kept my dude alive throughout the whole rest of the game. <laughs> and then one day he just I logged. I started the game and I went to go meet him in, in that place and he was just dead. And I was like, what happened? And I, I the game came out and like two weeks afterwards, <clears> people were like, oh, yeah, there's an assassin that you have to find in that level. Otherwise, he kills the the onion night this time and like fuck and you're really off. You're really not meant to do like that's that's yes. part of the charm yeah. is that they're unnecessary they are just like a uh, color and characterization for, for the world um they don't i, I always think, like, feed into the be, endings if you get one quest line complete in those games yeah. it it like naturally it feels incredible i did the one that was like the um in dark souls 3 when i was playing for review i i managed to do the one with like the whatever the dark mage like trio of characters who are all creepy as shit and they seem really evil, but maybe they're the actual good guys, like the pilgrims or whatever. And I was like, every time I meet one of these people, I'm going to do my best to do whatever the fuck they want me to do. I know this is going to build up into something and it totally does. And that felt good. So uh, there was so, yeah. the one I did in Bloodborne. Who's the lady that you can f- choose to fight? Eileen uh, oh, McCrow. Yes, and I like yeah, 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 yeah. That's like one of the ones I did. During, the one who during I saw my, like, Vinny stab in the back when we played Bloodborne together. I was like, Vinny, what are you doing? Like, ah, she didn't do anything to you. Anyway, but yeah, will will there be one of these things that says talk to Eileen the Crow? You know, that is that is. I know, you know, for being, folks that don't play these games, this seems like really pedantic. And like, what is it actually? Because I actually, uh, I'd Emmanuel, rather have it be available. I think I really would. At the end of the day. So, so like Emmanuel uh, messaged uh, Myra, you know, who's uh, editor who works for this on, on Motherboard and 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 on Vice Games and, and Waypoint. And he was like, I really like this feature when you told me about it. And now I hate it because isn't it just going to – isn't this like a, a dark future where then this stuff gets really popular? It influences game design to be segmented even more than it already is. It's like, well, I think that's already happening. I think it's already it's just happening. games are better about masking it and this is just – Dude, uh, if I could have a, this like, right now – we in Genshin Impact where I'm missing like a handful right. of these stamina orbs that I need to get. I would love <laughs> or think of like Assassin's Creed speci- Assassin's Creed specifically I mean, yeah. is like a game that will sing with a feature like this. But yeah. I think that's a detri- I think that that's a, an insult uh, to Assassin's Creed. I think that that's like a good criticism to Assassin's Creed because what it's saying is I don't know if it's you- a criticism. People fucking lo- I do no, I think people love the million quests checklisting that Man. game that is you you may say i yeah, know sure, but i'm saying in the broad spectrum of like the way this game is designed but yes. it's like it's appeal to a lot of people is no 100%. no totally i've, I've throw, played a lot of those games throw the list at me like <laughs> a ten thousand lists saying, I'm i love it all that that's proving is that ubisoft is bad at throwing the list at you if what you need is then a sony a sony platform level thing to help make sense of the list then they don't fucked up they should be able to list good enough on their own selves you know um, anyway, anyway, that, that, just that energy is interesting. Yeah, uh, please, I think Rob. A thing that, yeah, please. Uh, a thing that <laughs> does like catch my interest here is the degree to which this will be, uh, like crowdsourced. Like, yes. I think for me, the big yes. question is it doesn't scale if you're making developers submit all of this and curate it and get really granular where it does scale is if you can somehow create incentives and you barely need to, because people in communities love to do this shit anyway. If you let them sort of like upvote and like create ways to really granularly fill in these hint systems and like the sort of guide content, where I think that does leave me a little bit curious is the degree to which this begins to impinge on like we are aware the degree to which guides and shit have become an integral part of the games media model. 
Um, and even that might be old yep. news. Like the model's always changing. The thing that worked two years ago stops working, et cetera, et cetera. But I am curious like what this ends up meaning for what's become a pretty serious ecosystem of both publication driven guide content. And then also like just YouTubers who that's their bread and butter. When of, game developers uh, these days send you like early code to like, just to illustrate like how pervasive this has become and how much it's been like become enormously popular and a source of income for, you know, broad publications like IGN and, and lots of YouTube creators who that's their bread and butter is like when you get embargoes now embargoes have different, um, often it's like, here's the, here's what you can say for like the preview coverage and like this, yada, 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 yada. And then here's what you can say for review coverage and yada, yada, yada. And then here's what you can do in video form, like yada, yada, yada. And now there is almost always, especially for bigger titles, like a section that's like, and here's what you can do for game guides, yada, yada, yada. Like it's, it is so prevalent that they're like, there's early access given to uh, to publications where the whole idea is like you're only giving this not for them to critique it, but so that they can start chopping the game up into a guide yeah. that can go up alongside the launch of of the game. The the this is a thing also that that I've been interested in for years and years um, uh, because the other part of this is using players as content creators who also cannot then build their own brands. So uh, I actually wrote about this. There was a, 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 a kind of a academic article. It was not peer reviewed, even though it was in a peer reviewed journal, but they just asked me to write about something. You can look it up. It's called watching us play postures and platforms uh, of live streaming. It was in surveillance and society in 2014. Um, and one of the things I noticed at that point, which was right when the PS4 and the Xbox one had first started letting people stream from those platforms is that there was not a lot of way for you as a streamer on those platforms to personalize or brand or own any of your content. You were just kind of thrown onto like a, a screen of people currently playing games. And yes, if you had a PlayStation eye and a camera, you could talk, <clears throat> but you were not able to do the high level engagement that someone who's streaming via a, a, an expensive PC was able to do. There's because none of that. In either of these machines now, right? None of that's changed, right? I don't think any of that's changed. I don't. PlayStation has not come out and said, "And here's how you can do a layout. Here's how you can moderate your chat. Here's how da 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 da." da. And so if, that's if, kind of that's kind of in, that's it kind is. of right. Fascinating. Well, this has been the the, the the thesis of this of this piece that I wrote was basically that there is kind of a passive uh, streamer posture and an active streamer posture, and that console manufacturers really want to keep players in that passive streamer posture when they're just playing directly with the game because what they get is like non-editorialized clean video where someone is just streaming and they can like monetize that video somehow or, or, or kind of instrumentalize it. And if that video is what then turns into your help <clears> video, <throat> then that's like a, an incredible pipeline for producing those videos, which then you're literally selling to people by way of PS plus subscriptions. So I'm very curious to see how for small games that are not submitting their own videos, like Rob said, where is that stuff coming from? Is that coming from, you know, Jill, the streamer girl, who is who has like an account with six people who watch her she just streams from her ps4 or from her ps5 and then the ps5 algorithm is like oh yeah she just completed this activity let's chop that video off and like send it out to ten thousand people today who wanted to see how to get the monk robes or whatever because if so that's an, a very uh interesting and i think illustrative labor story happening uh mm -hmm. that that it, i think it speaks to one of the things that these these companies would like to do more of and there's always yeah. the tension between people who are like, there are going to be people who hear that and are like, 
what what are you complaining about? Yeah. People just have to figure out a new thing. Like the 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 situation is right now there's a lot of people who figured out a way to make a service they provide somewhat viable as uh, you know as, as an income stream as, as a model for uh, attracting audiences totally. what the ps5 ui <clears throat> and the way it integrates this stuff suggests is a future where that stuff isn't personalized that way it doesn't it doesn't get it doesn't become part of someone else's business model it sort of fits into a sony user experience model right. and it's not anybody else's business model at all and I think that could be like, is that more convenient for players? Moderately. Um, <laughs> like, I, honestly, the as neat as this looks, it's still a pretty marginal improvement over me, like opening my phone one hand and being like, <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm but it's stuck it can in, the, it can, it in can, the safe yeah, room. It's It'll picture s- in picture. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, you can snap it, it to the side of the it, screen. It, and I think see the UI stuff is cool. Playing. Yeah. I, I would, I, it's what we already, it's what I already do when I'm playing PC games. Yeah. You, you're holding your phone up and like <laughs> yeah. mangling through a, a screen, yeah. screen with like one hand. Oh, or or the, the one that I think is like an open and shut improvement is, how much time do I have left in this level? The the use case that I st- said to you, Patrick, when I first heard about this stuff was like, Ghost this, of Tsushima, Ghost the final Sh- quest, it's like three hours long yeah, out it's of like, nowhere. It's, okay, it's <laughs> 1 a.m., the the uh, some NPC said, "Are you sure you're ready to do this?" And I, and <laughs> I don't I know. Go, am I? I don't know. Am I? Mean? Yeah. Is this thirty minutes or is this three hours? Or Horizon Zero Dawn did this twice. I don't know if you remember this. The end of Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn, someone's like, "You're not going to be able to come back after you go down in this tunnel." And I'm like, "All right, shit." All right, let me just. I'm gonna power through tonight. I'm gonna like beat this, this is like game. 90 minutes. That's usually yeah. like roughly the time. And then like it the ends up being game. you go into a tunnel, then you have a big arena fight for like an hour, and then it's like, all right, four more hours in this game are left. Like, <laughs> Motherfucker, you told me. And if I could have just opened up a menu and seen, oh, okay, that this is a long segment of the game that they're warning me about, not the end of the game. That would have been really nice. So I, I, I do think from a usability standpoint and just like a commitment, and also the the classic. Hey, is this a quest I'm supposed to care about thing? The question of like big open world RPG. And I'm like, is this a real quest or is this a, is this secretly just go to this place and kill seven goblins? Uh, it w- will be nice to have. You want, so you want like qualitative judgments being in there I would, as I would well. actually love like, it to go further. <laughs> yeah, give uh, me should a I, should I keep this character alive? Uh, hey, hey, PlayStation, uh, is this companion a piece of shit? He kind of yeah. sucks. <laughs> and like PlayStation comes back with, he's a slow burn. <laughs> That's or the like if there was just like a just, outer worlds. <laughs> Just a thumbs up or a thumbs down on like different activity <laughs> markers, and people just be like, "Nah, this this quest Dude, is shit." I, I Don't actually do would it. not. I oh, totally would not be surprised. Here's the if, loot that you get from it. I yo, totally. Why would that not show yeah. up here? Yeah. You know what? It might show up here sure. eventually, or or again, yeah. The 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 Walking Dead end of chapter style. Here's what people. Here's what people voted on. Or here's what people did in this situation. <laughs> Percentages. I could see those showing up on this screen. You know, they're not saying they will now, but. Did you or did you not kill a Strava Prince of Boletaria? Who could who could say? <laughs> um, anyway, it's interesting, and and I I'm I'm now interesting uh, or you know increasingly curious to see what the Xbox UI stuff will look like. Uh, I do wish more of this video was just on the UI because I just want to know how snappy it feels and just like 
show me what it looks like to have seven games installed and if I'm bouncing between the, you know what I mean? So, oh, they don't want to show you that because like you're still going to have to dig for the part where like I need to remove this game from my, I need to see how big is this install? How much uh, from this game is taking up my hard drive? They don't want to show you that because I bet you still have to like dig through it like a raccoon into like the the trash bin of the interface. Yeah. um, Which was not an experience you had to worry about with the cross media bar. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you just went to the column and you just uh-huh. scrolled down to the exact yeah, piece of cool. information. It was, it was cool. I liked the cross media. I did like the cross media bar. Anyway, uh, parties, <laughs> parties. We don't need to get into all that. There are parties. There's some stuff in this video about about screenshots and and sharing and do some edits. Uh, there was blah, a blah. Uh, d- uh, a d- I don't know, the, the scope of the controversy necessarily, but people with the. PS4 got its like firmware 8.0 update, which is bridging some features with PS5. Like all all this stuff we're talking about is is PS5 only, but there are certain things that are going to exist also on PS4. And they like introduced a new policy where they like when you're entering like a party chat with people, like a message shows up and says like, "Hey, like by the way, like these are these are recorded, and if for like moderation purposes." We're, we could go back and like listen to this shit. So like, hey, just like letting you know. Yeah. And caused a lot of people to get like really anxious because like it was like really plain language of like what they were doing. But shh, that's that's what everybody does. Already been doing. It. <laughs> like, like yeah, like that's how most of these services work. They they reserve the ability to go back and you know they may not be actively listening to you. Yeah. Like you know, there's no one you know like just like piping into your Xbox or whatever. But you know, if you get if they wanted to, if you get flagged for some report, you know, they can they can pull that shit up for some indetermined amount of time. Uh, on other PS5 news before we move on, we, we should know that they did also recently uh, update the backwards compatibility stuff, which has been kind of a uh, an ongoing uh, the head question. of play, the head of PlayStation at the moment, you know, at the moment is is someone who famously said like, "Who gives a shit about old games?" Basically, yeah. <laughs> and then and then there was kind of mixed messaging uh, during that Mark Cerny GDC talk type video. How are saved games going to work? It seemed like every day you woke up and a different developer was like, "Well, so like your save game on PS4 can only work if you follow this upgrade path." Um, there, it was not it was not as as clear as like oh, Xbox, which has like a very 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 clean message, which is. All your shit works. Don't sweat it. Don't worry it. about it. It's uh, good. You got an Xbox. You have an Xbox 360, and you didn't pay for Xbox Live Gold, which is the only way to get cloud saves on those platforms. Don't worry. We're waiving that fee. Your games are just turn it on. Your saves will upload. Boom, they're ready to go for yeah. your uh, new Xbox, which um, is uh, pretty pretty seamless. And then the other big thing with the PS5 was like Mark Cerny had said like, oh. We're testing the hundred best, hundred most most popular oh. games, not best. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that ended up being like, okay, well, does that mean that there's a hundred games that launch on backwards compatibility? Does that mean that those are the only ones that are going to? Well, what be does that even mean? Certified, What's best? right? Exactly. It, be it, best. It was, it was most uh, popular. Now coming most, to PlayStation. I think it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, now they have said everything except for these games. There is a list of PS4 games that are not playable on PS5. Or and also, isn't there a bunch of games where like look? Uh, you might boot up a game and it's just that's just just gonna be not great. It's not gonna be like it might crash. It might not work. Some functionalities like, not, that were available may not be available. In addition, some may exhibit errors or unexpected behavior. Yeah, some might um, have a Spider Man. I'd rather I'd rather they just put out the caveat though and just say, look, 
your like niche game that we didn't get around to might not. I, I, I might do not work it. perfect, but I'd I'd, la- I'd rather it just like just because it's not on a list that like because it would be easy for them to just say flag that shit like don't let anyone even try to play it. Yeah, yeah. We're like yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, well, what, that there is a if, list of what those if the games. problem is. Other games are outright banned that it won't even yes. load? Yes, 100%. Okay. Afro Samurai there, 2 Revenge of Kuma games. Volume 1 will not load. Hmm. Uh, just <laughs> deal with it. Will not load. Shadow Complex Remastered will not play. Robinson Weird. the Journey. We Sing. Shadwin. Joe's Diner. DWVR. Uh, uh, TT Isle of Man. Ride on the Edge 2. <laughs> Uh, will not. So, sorry, Rob. I know. I know. And then Hitman <laughs> Go Definitive Edition. Which that's a great game. That's what? a great game. I think we need to make your shit together, Mark. I think we need to time off from Mac Three and figure out Hitman Go. On. Put Hitman what, Go on PS Five. Put it on. What is? I, I that only just makes me more curious. Like, what is the technical <laughs> right hiccup that's preventing? Like, was Hitman Go made on some proprietary engine that just doesn't? Work I guess that's the, possible, yeah. right? Like, what it was is, a mobile what game first. Deal? Maybe there was some sort of like, I, I don't know. I don't mm. know. Anyway, Hitman Go is great. I do have a quick question about the uh, the PS5 UX, though. Did they always, with parties, like, foreground the, um, you're just hanging out in a party and everyone can watch each other's games simultaneously? Was that always, like, such a talking point? You could you, do you, it. You could I share mean, screen and share play on PS5. You can share. It seems yes. more seamless here. Uh, right? Here it's seamless yeah. in the sense that you can do it while also playing a different game. So I just did this for save point to watch Evan play some Tekken. Uh, Evan Narcissus, who who uh, is tied to the Mar- uh, Miles Morales uh, new game, he's, he's writing on that. And I just saw him doing a, uh, a like an interview about that, and it seemed good. Um, and also, just disclosure: Evan and I have worked together on a comic. Uh, but but he showed me some Tekken. Um, and that meant a, that was like a pain in the ass to get to work. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that required, required both of us to go into menus in a way that like, was like, is this working? Is this not working? There's a I've never clicked period. that feature where like I'm playing yeah. on a PS4 yeah. and then I'll bring up my friends list. And it's like, someone's playing this. And like, do you want to watch? I was like, I don't know what that means. It's I, a like, whole thing here. <laughs> I'm just not going to touch it. This seems pretty is- seamless. And like the idea of watching Rob play something while I'm playing something else, it was just not, I don't think that exists on the PS4. Can I get into the chats? Like Rob is playing control and like he's having trouble at a boss. And like, I'm just in this, he gets like Fuck one you. little notification. Oh, I know where this is going. Pop, Shit. It, pop, it pops up. It well, just is like, Seems you Patrick Klumpik power. Is, Patrick Klumpik <laughs> is watching, and I could just be in there like, boo. Use your shield. I, yeah. Use your barrier. You should, hey, activate your... overdrive. You didn't get overdrive mode in Rage. No, why? What happened? Why didn't you get that mode? <laughs> rage bugged. That's not my fault. Okay. That game sucked. Okay. That game awesome. Uh, yeah. But no. Uh, right but now, I think... right now, it's a request. If you hit that and they're not already streaming, you get a pop up like. Hey, so and so wants to watch, and then you start up a little stream, and that's a, then it's a private stream, right? This isn't like exclusively right. tied to like yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitch or YouTube or whatever. For a new platform no. to soft block Patrick on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think watching that part of the video I, for a minute there, I was like, I cannot imagine like that's not how I engage with any of this shit. Like usually, I like right. turn machine on play game yeah message from friend i don't want to talk to my friend right now i'm, I'm playing play game. game i'm the game <laughs> machine this isn't my fucking email i'm sorry you can bug me on discord where i also where i can't control the push notifications oh. so sure do that but then it occurred to me it's covid times and we're all deeply lonely and winter I, is coming yeah i was literally. like 
Suddenly yeah. I was like, wait though. So we could all just be hanging out and they're playing different games and like yeah. you could be like just shooting the shit and people then also be already like, do this for sure. Like this yeah. is absolutely a way people yeah, engage yeah, yeah. with the, with their friends. It's just like being on a group chat but not doing the same thing, right? Right, a hundred percent. That is a huge part of 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 games culture and like the the community stuff. Uh, you just don't get to watch other people do it at the right. s- play their own games at the same time. For yeah, sure. the huge part of like Discord itself, right? Like sharing your screen and, and I mean, and all yeah, that. that's so actually, making it. That's a good comparison. I'm in a lot of discords where people will be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go play the new Valorant like map. Who wants to like watch me walk around it?" And just hang out and chatter. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna do a run in Slay the Spire. I'm gonna go play some some magic. Who wants to like hang in the chat and watch while I do that? That's that is a hu- that has become I think increasingly on the on PC a uh, part of the way people socialize with games. And so and so seeing it more directly, you know, brought into into PS5 makes sense. I guess. I was um, I'm working on this uh, piece about Among Us. Um, about the premise of it was like for folks that have trouble lying what is it like to play a game about lying and um someone wrote in that is a uh, a teacher and like the ebb and flow of like what games kids are playing they were like well you know fortnite used to be the thing and then now it's not un- unrelated to like it being like not on ios anymore <clears throat> um but that among us is like just the game in the moment amongst like kids and like junior high right. uh, and stuff like that and he had noticed that i guess we're all playing on, you know, PC, but like this game is also enormously popular because it's free to play on on mobile. Um, I presume it's on Android and iOS, but I know it's at least on iOS where it's just got ads and it has like a chat feature. And obviously we're on voice chat, but people are playing this game on just regular chat. And so when they're, you know, in class, theoretically, they are also playing Among Us on their phone but they can't do the sussing out of who's sus ah, over voice chat. And so while they are on their computers, they're also looking down at their phone and typing into chat while they're figuring out who's who's the fucking imposter like during these sequences where they're supposed to be, I don't know, working on algebra or what it is. Because you, <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't necessarily call out somebody who appears to be typing when it could just be something they're working out for their class. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, all right, we should take a break and then talk about video games instead of video game UI. Does that make sense? <laughs> uh, Sony, what's the ambient music for PS5? Oh, Show me the ambient question. screen. Good question. Best you, thing about the PS4, you just leave that screen on and like just good vibes. And different themes have different apartment. music. If you want the if you want the like the or, original organic uh ambient stuff, that's cool. If you want the Tetris uh, uh effect like feel good about about humanity song and you can put that on there. I'm sure that like you can just go to the Bloodborne screen and have some like gothic vibes. Shit. Yeah, fucked up shit is playing. <laughs> <laughs> Cue up that fucked up shit. Yeah, can you put on that fucked up shit and the Bloodborne like title screen? Hey, I'm feeling some that's that shit I'm sexual anxiety. About. Can you uh can you bump up the <laughs> the Bloodborne theme? The Bloodborne. Can we get that Bloodborne theme going? This is going to be my new thing. When we're out of COVID, you know, it's been a long time since I've gone into a bar. Freudian sexual anxiety. Inter- All right. Play some. Inter- <laughs> Patrick's new bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're out of COVID. It's time, baby. <laughs> He's going to go to a bar. Uh-huh. Yep. Patrick's silent. Patrick's stunlocked <laughs> right now. Got me. No, fine. Combo breaker. Take a break. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, we're just going to take a break. That's the end of that story. Uh, (laughs) We will be right back. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. All right, we're back. Let's see. Let's see if we can bring this bring the, the volume in here down a little bit. Uh Rob, what was the name of your memoir again? <laughs> <laughs> Loud as I want to be. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was like, before, we started this, before we started this podcast, uh, Kato was like, I think I think it was like, Kato was like, Austin, I think you're a little loud. I'm like, yeah, definitely. And Rob was just like, Loud as I want to be. <laughs> like, what are you? Like, man, I brought up, I brought up that control bit earlier, and Rob was just like putting chambers in the shell. He's like, don't worry. <laughs> I got I got you, fam. <laughs> Patrick is so flustered, he just said, putting chambers in the shell instead of shells <laughs> in the chamber. <laughs> oh, God, he's a clip as a magazine. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to need a, I'm gonna need a video of every time Rob uh, crosses up Patrick and makes him trip <laughs> on the basketball court. Okay, thanks. Um, whew, video games. Uh, I want to quickly uh, just say how good Phasmophobia is. Patrick, uh, you need to play Phasmophobia. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I, I, yes, the the new game, like COVID. Is, yeah. I, I don't know how much is like COVID related. Like I've been trying to tease out whether this would be like a, yeah, a piece I feel exploring. You. But um, uh, you know, this in twenty twenty, we've had uh, you know, Fall Guys, Among Us, um, uh, what's the I'm, I don't know, blanking on, but you know, these series of games that sort of like like multiplayer. Um, sort of like asynchronous, uh, social, like, Animal Crossing, even Animal Crossing, uh, was a big part like, of this, yeah. Um, games that just sort of like blow up. Um, and this one, which I keep wanting to calling Phantasmagoria. Me too. And I don't Same. know that I will ever <laughs> be able to not do that until someone like just. I'll have to have the name in front of me in yeah. order to to uh to fix that. But yeah, I know this is the uh the, the new. So explain to me how the, I know I know it's a multiplayer game. I know yep. there are ghosts. You showed me some clips I showed you last some clips night while I was yelling. playing a separate scary game. I was like, look at these clips uh-huh. of this other scary game. <laughs> um, so explain so, like literally how it, like like yeah, how it works, how it functions. So it is up to four players. It's first person. There is VR. I've not touched VR because fuck that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you are a group of ghost hunters or ghost. Ghost in- investigators, there's going to be a separate ghost cleaning squad that theoretically comes in after you're done identifying the ghost. Your job is to go to a place that is reportedly haunted, and you're given a little bit of information. Um, you're given the like the map of the place. Uh, you know, there's kind of like a set of, I want to say, f- maybe there's a total of like eight maps or something like that. Um, the, the Steam page does not say how many maps there are. 
Um, uh, but uh, seven maps right now. Um, and you know that like, okay, this is a ghost that will only respond to uh, people when they're alone or will respond to people when they're in a big group together. That's fine. You know their name, which you can invoke to make them angry because this game has microphone input, which is very important okay. to the vibe of this game. Um, you know, uh, again, you have like map layout and then you have a bunch of equipment. Each person in your crew can carry, and you have a van. You're in like, you have like a, a ghost hunter van that's parked out front of this like suburban duplex or whatever, right? Well, this is basically uh, like, this is turning into a video game. What is that? The, there's like that, the reality show, the folks that go. Ghost hunters? Go, yeah, ghost hunters. Like, uh huh. Or like, I was thinking Scooby Doo. You're thinking Scooby Doo. It has well, big Scooby Doo vibes. It also has big BuzzFeed Unsolved vibes, which is like, I don't know if you've seen Buzz, Buzzfeed I'm Unsolved, not. which no. is I, I believe it's called Buzzfeed Unsolved. Uh, uh, no, maybe that Unsolved is the, is Unsolved the true crime one. Unsolved is the true crime one. Uh, what's the ghost one called? Maybe it's also maybe that's also Unsolved. Anyway, it's the reason I bring that yeah, up is because the, it's the unsolved Buzzfeed cold it is and supernatural. Supernatural. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and that show uh, has big like goofball millennials are trying to do ghost hunting shit and like okay. sometimes are cracking up while doing it, but also it's kind of spooky and. Anyway, um, because you're playing this game with your friends is why it has that vibe. Uh, you have a bunch of equipment. Each player can carry three things with them. Um, and you're using that equipment to identify what type of ghost it is. You have a, a journal that has a list of all the different types of ghosts that there are. So, uh, for instance, um, you know, you, you might look for a uh, uh, whether or not a ghost responds when you talk at it via a spirit box, which is like one of those machines. It's like a radio frequency mm -hmm. thing that's just scanning constantly. And in real life, it just kind of stops occasionally and you hear a, like a radio host say a word. And like, that was that was the ghost speaking to me through <laughs> the thing, right? Um, and in this, it's just kind of like you're asking questions and and will it respond? Uh, UV lights to see if it leaves fingerprints, et cetera, right? Um, and, and so different types of ghosts give different types of evidence. So for instance, a spirit... Uh, has gives spirit box will respond on the spirit box will leave fingerprints and if you leave a like a, a journal out for it a book out for it it will write in the book by itself if you know where it is and if it's encouraged to kind of interact with you um, and so what you end up doing is going into this house walking around the house with like an EMF meter and a thermometer looking for a room that's a little colder maybe because that can indicate that there's a ghost there. Yeah, all the tropes. Uh, all those tropes. Uh, speaking of tropes, while your sanity meter is decreasing uh, because, uh -huh. because uh -huh, horror as games, it does. As, it, as it be doing. I mean, to be fair, I think you could also just call it the fear meter and have it well, go so they, up. Do they, so that's actually right. the, uh, the, yeah, like in the, I can't talk about the new amnesia yet, but yeah. th like that is the game other than um, ah shit, what was Eternal the, Darkness? Like, Eternal Darkness yeah. and Amnesia sort of like popularized the notion of like the sanity meter as like a like a mechanic, or like yeah. a substitute for health. Um, in the new one, it's called Fear, which is just like look, like that just gets you away from the weird mental health like, like connotation. You don't have to, and yeah, it still totally. lets you keep that that like cool mechanic. <laughs> uh huh. Like let me let make yes, being around ghosts would make this character fucking frightened as shit, and maybe yeah. make them think that things are Act happening. Act erratic or do yeah, yeah do different absolutely. things. Like you could just um, be scared. And so what you end up doing is kind of going into these dark houses and needing to zero in on where is there a haunting. There's always a haunting. You're never going to a place and like, oh, there's no ghost here. We're are good. You try, are you trying like, – are we trying to save them? We're just trying to like – We're like, trying, trying to, to make – okay, so, It's real. It's real. 
It's you have four objectives on every map, right? One of them is always the same, which is identify the type of ghost, which is I need three pieces of evidence to prove. It's like Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> it's like I need these three <laughs> okay. things to know it's a fucking the type of ghost it is. Two right. is, I mean. Uh, Wait, two, so this is a world where go- ghosts are accepted as reality. This is like um, we're trying to like. <laughs> I don't know. It's not clear. I guess it's All not. Right. They haven't done the world building necessary to prove that. But I got some fucking photos of ghosts. So <laughs> um, you get obje- you get you get money when you get photos of ghosts. You get money when you get photos of evidence of ghosts. So if you Who put are we some selling salt, this to? Where, who's collectors? Buy, who's buy? I don't know, Patrick. <laughs> It's I'm early genuinely curious. Okay, If you pour salt and get a, a photo of a UV footstep in the salt, then that uh-huh. means that's a ghost footprint. That's $20 <laughs> in my pocket. <laughs> so, like, in a post-alloys <laughs> UFO world, oh, yeah. I'm starting to realize how cheap proof of ghosts would end up it's, marketing for, where it's like, I got it. I've got a photo of a fucking ghost. And people will <laughs> be like, I'll give you, like, Dude, a buck on Patreon <laughs> every month. For like, you got a Ko-Fi. That's like, exactly how it is. Because like you, you end up going like, all right, we already know what this is. We know that this is an Oni. Uh, we know that uh, we've already gotten the picture. So you get side objectives like take a photo of. Uh, the a, a dirty sink because sometimes the ghosts will make the sinks <laughs> dirty. That's a weird thing, but it's true. Ghosts do Man, make co- the sinks at COVID, dirty. I got a lot of that demons. Keeps happening. <laughs> yeah, keeps my happening. place is fucking haunted, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, Rob, or, Rob, is, Rob, as he lumbers around his his place, you get like a bonus. You get there's a sometimes there's a side objective that's like prevent the ghost from hunting you by deploying a crucifix or by you know okay. cleanse the area with a smudge stick etc stuff smudge sticks are god is, so god is real in this mythology all right that's uh, we don't know that Many we just, no, 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 well, no, why is the crucifix i got two reasons to say i don't know about that one is maybe they just don't like crucifixes maybe that's nothing to do with god <laughs> they're like yo fuck that shit i don't like that i don't fuck with that two is i don't believe in i was standing that on i me. sent you a i sent you a a, a, a video last night that was yep. me jumping on top of the, where the crucifix was deployed mm-hmm. to protect me from this ghost that Didn't ghost work. tore me up that ghost <laughs> went to town on me boy did not care so fingers I don't on the know. face very yeah. uh, strong uh, samara from the ring vibes 100% mm-hmm. i mean the one of the, I, I you know there, there are a bunch of different um, ghost types and there are also a bunch of different ghost models and those are not connected one to one so like a banshee can look like a grudge demon and make the grudge noise at you mm-hmm. as you're you know even though Ooh, banshees that, like, clicky thing? I that hate click that, that noise. Uh, don't like it that thing oh, i hate, hate that it. shit uh, you, you're gonna really hate that shit when you're in a big uh high school <laughs> with no lights on running <laughs> running down the hallway with your friends oh, fuck. um the, the the kind of rhythm of this game is that you go in you, I, I love the rhythm of this game so much because you go in with your crew and you're like, all right, I'm going to bring in the spirit box, a UV light, and like a good flashlight. You're going to bring in a motion sensor, a camera so we can cut like a like a video camera so we can get ghost orbs, you know, that kind of like. Figuring out your build. You're, you're figuring out your build and everyone, and you kind of have this like first three minutes or so of like just, just kind of like shuffling things in and out of the house and getting set up to kind of start working your way through the rooms and seeing what you oh, see. So you have to like bring your equipment in every time. That's good. And so, and so you're like, well, we're not going to bring the crucifix in at first. Cause the ghost probably won't hunt us right away. You, right. Get, you kind of get five minutes at the beginning of each round where you're safe. The, the ghost isn't angry enough to hurt you yet. Um, but then you get to the situation where you're like, all right, we got two of our four objectives done. Do we just want to leave? Do we just want to take a, a wild guess? This thing is either a shade or a phantom. Let's just guess and get the fuck out of here. My sanity is really low. I'm very scared personally right now. <laughs> and then you go like, well, wait a second. 
if we go back in and get a photo, we could get twenty more dollars. And if we get twenty dollars, I can afford a candle for the next mission. And so you make that decision. Please, my family is dying. <laughs> Candles, twenty dollars. Um, it, it that rhythm is really good. And then you get the you the I cannot undersell how good the in-game voice stuff is. Um, you get two buttons. You get a local voice button and then a rate like a voiceover the uh, a walkie-talkie button. And the walkie-talkie is like garbled and bad. And if it if the hunt is on, if the ghost is coming for you, you cannot talk to anyone who is far away or like outside of the house. And we were playing where we had three people going in and then one person as our like our operator sitting back in the truck going through all of our camera feeds, watching the motion sensors that we'd set up, oh, stuff like that. So and so that's accessible remote. So somebody, if you want that data, has to. Like, right. Well, hold, hold your hand up. Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to say 100 percent. That, that is. But she also, was like, like, in theory, I don't want to go in. Yeah, right. That gives people an out depending on, you know, how they respond. Dude, that was to exactly it. Things. She was like, I don't want to be in that house. I'm, I'm thrilled to play this with you guys. I want to be your operator, but I'm not uh, like, you know, she would come in and help us mule stuff right. into the house at the beginning. For the first and then, five minutes. Yeah, percent. <laughs> or, or like in the middle where we'd be like, Janine, we really need smudge sticks right now. We re- can you please bring those in or bring in the UV light? And just leave it just in the lobby. Just put your hand over your eyes and just like dump them down at the front of the. That's cool. Uh, and it's it's the the thing that ends up being so good is there's the local talk which echoes and reverberates in a way. Walking around the bigger spaces in that game with the local non radio talk was the most it felt like being in a big place with people since COVID started for me <laughs> because of the way the, the, the your voice like bounces around the room. It feels sure. so good. And so hearing someone like talk as they walk away from you and you're like, Jack, don't Jack, you're going too far away from us. Let's <laughs> it's not, stick it's not together. Cl- it's not clean like discord and Facebook and zoom and all the other 100%. audio stuff that tries to make it sound pristine. And this is it's like, I just want to, I just want to hang out in the cursed uh, asylum lobby and phasmophobia. That's the most it's felt like being with real people. This is, like going, this is like going to a dive bar with your friends. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, please listen. I had a beer last night. It's a great drink of beer. Play, play this game. Sure. With your oh, friends. I bet. Um, yell because some, uh, the other thing that happens is like, you need someone to be willing to be a shithead to the ghosts because sometimes like the bait, ghosts basically, basically. Right? Yeah. So the, the, again, ghosts respond to you speaking. Um, and it seems like anecdotally, and this is, I like the anecdotal quality of this game because I feel like it's cool to be like, I think that that thing worked and other times like that shit doesn't work at all. This is all yeah. bullshit. I like that. It's good. That's <laughs> and you don't, and you don't, and you don't know if it's early access right, or if it's just the know. game intentionally <laughs> right. like being obtuse. A hundred percent. Last night we had a wraith and wraiths aren't supposed to be able to walk through salt. This motherfucker definitely walked through salt. And killed me. <laughs> and like, is that is that a bug or is that that we don't really understand how wraiths work? I guess the description says they almost never touch the ground. And maybe in this case, they touch the fucking ground and walk through salt. I don't know. Anyway, the um, uh, the the oh, fuck, I had another point and I got distracted because I was thinking about dying in phasmophobia. That's how it goes sometimes, I guess. Well, um, I think it's um, it's fascinating because I was I was thinking about this. Uh, I, I can speak abstractly about playing the new Amnesia instead of about the game itself. But I don't like to play horror games by myself. Like my entire relationship with horror right. is either streaming it for an audience or watching movies with like my wife when she's out of town. Like one because I would be uh, I would be murdered if I watched like a good horror film like not with her. That's because we watch them together. But I also wouldn't like I don't like being scared in a big house by myself like that's not my relationship 
with like the medium. Like it's like a roller coaster. Like I like doing it as a communal thing, like with friends or really it's with my wife. It's like what we bonded over when we first met. And so like when I've been playing this spooky game by myself, I, I like kiss my wife goodnight. I'm like, well, down to go to the dungeon and play this scary game by myself, I guess. And like, she doesn't like watching video games. She doesn't want to watch me play this. So I can't even share it with her. So then it's just like, it's weird because part of what I think it has to be the appeal of this is it's not even just like a multiplayer game where you're off doing your own things and not talking to each other. Like part of what makes horror work for a lot of people is the fact that you can't like go like grab someone's arm or hold their hand or someone gets up to go to the bathroom. Like it's the breaking of the reality makes the, makes the, uh, the scares like more, um, uh, bearable. And like, that's true for me, even as someone that loves the medium, loves being scared. I still like the fact that like, when I know a jump scare is about to happen, like the the strings are happening, like I can grab my wife's hand. It's like, that grounds me in a moment. And I imagine speaking, just literal speaking during this game, talking like, works on a on a, a similar sort of level and honestly makes it more like approachable and accessible for folks that may otherwise be like I, you know I don't I don't like horror, I don't and, well, and that does shit. bring me back to what I was saying before which I now remember which was you need sometimes you need someone to yell at a ghost to try to get them to show themselves <laughs> and so the tactic that seems to work the best just for a me, Leroy Jenkins just you need like, someone to be like oh, me. you're just a piece of shit coward aren't you <laughs> Mike Jacobs because you get their name and if you say their name it invokes <gasps> them but if you insult them, it seems like it does it more. And well, maybe it's, times, the, it's like the aggressive, like the loudness. Like who, I don't know what the nuance. That of, might I totally see, be it. I don't know if this is true. I'm going to choose to believe it's true. But someone wrote a Steam review then uh, for the game, and I saw it going around on Twitter where they were playing with their friends, and uh, they made an audible fart, which the mic picked up, and then the ghost came out and killed them. And they said, I love this game. I farted, and then a ghost killed me. Incredible. Um, which I think just speaks to who knows how the game is interpreting, it, you know, the, the degree to which it's interpreting, like, what the player is doing. But maybe it's just, like, the it could be, you know, yeah, how the, loud you are. Totally. And so, but sometimes it's like, okay, well, this is a ghost that only responds when someone is alone. Austin, we need you to go in that room, close the door, <laughs> oh. and just call it a piece of shit. Here's a camera with two shots. Like, we don't think it's going to kill you. We, we smudge stick the room. We lowered the chances of a hunt. But we do What's think you can smudge get it. St- How does this smudge uh, stick I think it's like work? sage. It's like a sage that you light and then you kind of like walk oh, oh, around oh, the room. Okay. And All right. Sure, sure, Smoke sure. or whatever. Um, and you don't <laughs> smoke. It does look ghost. like a big, it does look like a big blunt, but it's not. Uh, we're just going to bake. We're just going to bake this. To- <laughs> Ghoul yeah. and bake. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If I get once I get this ghost high. Oh yeah, guys! Up. I'm gonna go in there with this <laughs> sage, and I'm gonna go talk to Mike. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll let you know I'll how it know. goes. Um, and so you're like, Mike Jacobs. First, you're like, how old are you, Mike? Mike, are you here with us? Mike, show us a sign. And sometimes like lights will flicker or whatever. But sometimes you're like, you know what, Mike? I'm glad you're dead. Mike, I'm glad I don't have to see your face ever again. And then Do you have you details? Know, can you call him out on like this is what you did? You like, don't have specifics, but you can. Okay. I, I will invent. Like you're not like tracking serial killers or like th- these are people. Not as that, far like, as I know. Made like a uh, like a spiritual mark on a place. And, like, uh, yeah, you is, don't know. Maybe they were killed okay. here. Maybe they were killed. Maybe they are a killer. Who could say? Sometimes they seem to have scars on their ghost ghost forms. Other times they have giant axes and walk right <laughs> past you, and you go ah, <laughs> you go, ah. I forgot to get the camera. I forgot to fucking shoot the camera. God damn it. I have to stay in here now for another eight minutes. Um, but it's it's really good. And and I I think that like I'm able to do that. I'm a coward in in horror in the horror world of horror games. I don't like sure. playing them alone, uh, much like you, Patrick. 
um, and being able to to play with other people has actually let me be the person who takes on the most like stressful scenario and be uh-huh. the most uh, antagonistic and put myself at risk the most to getting killed by ghosts for some reason. I, I think that it is just hearing other people's voices and knowing that I'm contributing <clears throat> to a team thing and not just the horror game thing of like, I don't want to open this door because I know that there's a fucking creepy monster inside this door. I don't want right. to do it. Whereas here, it's like, I want to do it. I want that $20. I want to buy a candle. <laughs> and I'm and doing this for my, my friends. I'm doing this for my friends. We can all buy a candle. Fuck you, um, Mike. <laughs> it's good. I, I like it a lot. Uh, it's Again, it's early access uh, on Steam right now. Um, there's a lot of streams out there. I know that the Giant Bomb folks have been streaming it, so you can probably watch that to get a, a sense of it. It's like 14 bucks on Steam. Um, uh, it seems like, to me, it's going to it's gonna do very well it seems like it is one of the games of the moment like uh, among us um so so uh, you know I, I hope that they continue to add ghosts and more more maps and I, just opening up the higher level maps and seeing the difference between like a three-bedroom home and a two-floor high school is just terrifying because like, how do i even how do i even find the ghost in here how do i even <laughs> it's gonna kill me in here that's when i'm gonna know oh yeah there's a ghost here i found it, it i'm dead so well, I'm gonna I'm gonna like I'm gonna sign up for this game just in time for them to do a like a, a licensing partnership with like the Blair Witch franchise. Oh. It's like, hey, you can hang out in the the cabin in the woods from that movie. You want to go hang out in the basement? And like, nah, I don't Absolutely. actually. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't think I could. <laughs> I actually, I, I I genuinely think we're like I think about that that final shot of that film like const like and it just it fucks me up like uh-huh. uh, even 35 years old. If they put that in there, I don't think I could do it. I mean, did you? I see- don't think I could do it. Sometimes a ghost does just like stand in a corner looking away from you. Uh, See, I can do that. I can do that. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's specifically like that place. That yeah. shot is just like burned in, in my psyche. <laughs> oh, this would be such a good Blair Witch game. This would be so good at that. I this feel is like, close to, yeah, like the, the, the not great blooper Blair Witch game, which I like, despite like a, a clip of me, like losing my shit uh, publicly shared, like I didn't play more than an hour of that game. I was just like, I'm good. I don't need to. Shine my flashlight. I thought you streamed that game, didn't you? Stream I did, that like game? an hour. Like okay. I got far enough to be like, you know, this I, I, to I have a really... feeling about it. Uh, yeah, not... I just didn't really, didn't really care for it. Um, That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I, if you if you like this sort of thing and you do want to be scared, I, I will shout out uh, a movie called Grave Encounters from uh, 2011. It is a bunch of assholes uh, going into uh, a uh, a place like they. It's it, um. What do we say? It was called Ghost Ghost Encounters. What was the one that with the reality show that we talked uh, about before? Uh, Buzzfeed Unsolved Supernatural. No, the one before that. This oh, is like the, it's ghost, like an uh, AMC. Or yeah, 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 whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters. Ghost Hunters. Yeah, yeah. it's where it's it's what um it's taking the concept of Ghost Hunters and like lampooning it. Like, look at these assholes like going in taking it really seriously, but then it actually all goes wrong and they actually do encounter like a bunch of like really terrible shit. And it's like. If you got you gotta like found footage and jump scares because that's all the movie is. But if you if you dig that stuff like I do, it is it is like it doesn't look like it should be a good movie. But my wife and I were were floored by it. The second one is eh, but the the first one is is really good. Yeah, uh, I I also just want to direct people to my Twitter feed because I had a I, I made one long clip of me meeting the ghost named Paul uh, who absolutely first showed up as like a naked charred body looking away from me in a tiny closet that scared mm. the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, so people should go find that on my feed. It's, it's fun. Um, anyway, oh, less cursed stuff. Who's, who's playing something that doesn't scare me to fucking death. Rob, are you still, you still chipping away at iron harvest? Uh, yeah. Um, nothing much to report there. I just, it's a really good 
single player campaign for an RTS. Like you get back really to it. is. Uh it's kind of charming and there's a lot of story there. Uh so it's it just ends up being so to give you a little bit of uh backstory, like I'm I'm mostly like the campaign is hard. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm still in the first campaign where you're basically uh in fictional Poland. And like it has a cool dynamic setup even there where um you're kind of because this thing is rooted in the history of uh of Eastern Europe and particularly of like the Poland Ukraine uh area uh, the Pol- the the Polanyan campaign is very much one about like the anxieties of you're a young and weak nation with a history of like foreign invasion and occupation and it's happening again and like right out of the gate it begins as a story of you know you're just a, a girl from a small village in Polonia and the Roosevelt's uh, show up in their like big like if you imagine what would diesel punk Soviet mechs look like it'd be these fucking brutal uh-huh. <laughs> like uh, land shark type things uh, marching marching everywhere and it, it begins as a campaign of like resistance and you join the resistance and you know you're using your kind of shitty uh, repurposed like agricultural mechs to 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 fight back and you got teams of riflemen like leading guerrilla raids against the Roosevelt's. And then it does something like something that was interesting early in this campaign. You meet a bunch of Polanyan regular army troops and they're like, stop what you're doing. Like, stop fighting the Roosevelt's. We're trying to negotiate a peace and you are jeopardizing the treaty negotiations. And the leader of the resistance cell, uh, who's your character's uncle, is basically like, you guys are just going to sell the country out. This is what always happens is somebody in the capital is like, we can control this and we'll negotiate with the, the, the Saxons and the, uh, the, the uh, Roosevelt's and we'll figure a way out of this. And it never works. Uh, and so the only way we're going to make these people go away is if we just make the cost of occupation unbearable to them. And what that sets up is this, re- this revelation that like your uncle has been sort of this mentor character for you is such like an ardent nationalist that he's like actively trying to arrange a massacre that will become such a like cause celebre of your of the Polanyan people that like everyone will join the resi- join the resistance and the negotiations will be off. But first he has to engineer this massacre of like an entire city. And so the next thing you end up doing is kind of splitting with him and trying to prevent his plan from from going into motion and it's just interesting because like superficially this game had such company of heroes vibes that was a little bit turned off where i was like i've done this before but it has a way more interesting campaign than company of heroes did like company of heroes had some good missions like i think we all remember uh if you play that game there's a mission where first you take like tarantan uh, this town with a big church in the middle of it, and then you defend the 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 church against like these waves of German troops, and so you had good missions in that game, but the story was very much like, you know, you're just a bunch of World War II American bros like going through and and having all these these adventures and encountering these major historical moments, but there wasn't much narrative to it. There was no story because the story was just the European campaign in World War II. 
this is actually really narratively dense with like a political backstory and like characters that have motivations that go way beyond like just go fulfill the next objective. And that turns out to be catnip for me. Um, And (laughs) I was talking about this with the guys on three moves ahead because in general, we all sort of got cynical about RTS campaigns because for the most part, they're not very good. And this one, I think, is good by those standards, but also it's been a while since we've seen anything this big as a campaign. And like suddenly it's just I haven't had this meal in a while and I'm I'm here for it. The the yeah, I, I you know, I'm I'm earlier in that campaign than you are. Um, but I, I it's it's funny how much seeing someone commit to doing it actually was like, oh, right, like, this doesn't feel perfunctory. This doesn't feel like you've latched onto this thing that, like, ugh, we had to do a single-player mode with this. It feels like, oh, some of these, some of the, like, unit design stuff was built specifically so there could be certain big moments in the campaign. And I'm sure, like, they had to be rebalanced or carefully balanced so they could also exist inside of skirmishes and multiplayer stuff. But it's been so long since I've played an RTS game that takes that that single-player campaign stuff seriously enough to impact, like, unit design and and uh, character design and stuff like that. And, and it does. And, yeah, I, I need to... Now that we're, like, through the woods on certain games, I might have a little window where I can revisit it, which would be good. Um, I, I, I am finally also getting the squadrons, which I know you were very high on Rob and I'm playing, I'm, I'm like doing the thing of like, I want to finish the campaign in this before I really turn to multiplayer because mm. I just need to get used to the controls in a way that I in a in a space where I don't feel bad <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, and I'm having an all right time. I'm, I'm the, some of the story stuff is like not fully sitting, not, not that it's sitting well with me. It's like. I don't know how far did Kato and, and Rob, you're both playing squadrons, right? Did you get yeah. deep into the campaign at all? Or are y'all bo- both mostly just doing multiplayer? Not too far. I, my attention slid off it so fast fair. that I like became, I was like, multiplayer is more fun for me. Right, how many, fair. do you know how many missions you got in, Rob? Uh, I'm like around like, eight or something. I forget. Kato, you're probably around me. Did you, did you see the big tractor beam sequence? No, I might be right. So you might be right that? behind me then. Yeah. 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 I didn't see it. Okay. Um, the, the tractor beam sequence is fine. I'm not dissing the tractor beam sequence. Cool sequence. <laughs> the thing that's sitting weird with me is is the and I know people have already talked about this, but like the Empire stuff is so weird on two different levels. One is like it's 2020, and I don't want to play fascist remnants, which is what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but two is like the 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 sort of like hand washing that's being done in terms of casting and characterization with them. Um, it's very weird to play a game in which it there was clearly an impulse to make sure the Empire, which is still mostly humans or entirely humans, uh, was diverse in terms of skin color. And I don't say race because I don't think black exists in the world of Star Wars as a social race, a social category of race uh, in, in Star Wars canon, quote unquote, even though as an entertainment product – for humans on Earth, it absolutely continues to exist mm. and absolutely influences the way characters are written and perceived and blah, blah, blah. But it's weird to sit down and be like, all right, so who who here, who is the Empire? And it's 
like women and brown people. Um, there's like one white dude in this mix who is uh, one of the it's someone who has like the Lobot style head thing on, uh, which I don't remember enough about to, to remember like if there's a if there's a sub name for humans who have that thing set up or not. But they're but specific. Yeah. They're, they're intelligence officers, aren't they? I think that that's right. But Lobot right. didn't have that. Or, or did have that, but was not a it was not an imperial one, right? Anyway, whatever. Um, the the uh, that it it sits weird with me because I don't need to see like it's like more women drone pilots, right? It's yeah. it's that thing, right. and it feels like that, and it, it feels like that even down to the ways in which it's like ah, and and this person is. Even their political beliefs. Someone is like, I just wish the I wish the emperor hadn't hadn't gotten rid of the the Galactic Senate or the Imperial Senate because because then we would we wouldn't be in this terrible situation where we have this power vacuum. And it's like I that's that's fine to have a character who says that, but when there's only five speaking <laughs> Imperial characters on screen, and it's one of the first things that you show me. It's you. It feels like you're uncomfortable having me be in the seat of the Empire. And that you want to kind of justify it or like make me feel a little more comfortable seeing this perspective on the war by saying maybe these are the this is the one unit of like good imperial soldiers. But remember, all of them are working on the back of slavery. All of them are right. part of this terrible oppressive regime that is still in power I mean, in many places in the galaxy at the, at the point of this uh, this game. I don't know. Maybe this is me being giving them a little too much uh, credit, but it definitely it to me that felt a little bit like the ways that people trick themselves into being in that position, right? Like they justify those things for themselves and say like, oh, we're not the baddies yet. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't but know. Rob. Okay. Um, a quick history lesson here on the, the arc of the, the empire. Yes. Um, not in fiction, but in the way it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. treated. Yes. Uh, okay. So the empire is pretty like, Star Wars Begins is kind of a Vietnam allegory. Very 100%. simple. This is well known. Yes. Like the, yes. the rebels are like. This is not an interpretation. Uh, this is Lucas's. This is yeah. word of God what he was doing. Right. 100%. And the Empire are very much the American way of war. And they are trying to stamp out this insurgency. And they're getting resorting to increasingly brutal methods to do so. They're clearly the bad guys. And it is no accident that like a lot of their logic and approach and like technology echoes the increasing reliance on like American military technology. Right. Timothy Zahn comes along in the mid nineties and writes the air of the empire trilogy. And right out of the gate in the first chapter, the first character we meet is uh, captain. Uh, I think Giffard or Gilad uh, Pelion. Uh, captain Pelion is a character who goes through the entire expanded universe, but he's, he becomes first character we meet is your archetypal honorable officer. Uh -huh. uh, a, a good man in service to a bad cause. And in the first chapter, uh, as Pelion sort of fills in what's happened since Return of the Jedi, because they have to sort of invent this history, uh, what followed Endor. And one of the things that Pelion reflects on in this first chapter is the Imperial Navy predates the Empire. It is an institution with traditions uh -huh. that uh, predate uh, the rise of fascism and go back to the Old Republic and there was an officer corps that disapproved of a lot of Palpatine. He's very much like basically adopting the uh, Wehrmacht rehabilitation narrative yeah. where you have a Prussian officer corps that wanted nothing to do with this fucking Nazi shit. Uh, but once the Nazis held power, they serve the state. The military serves the state. 
at this point, the two are interchangeable. They all get swept along in this current. Then there's this appreciation in popular culture. I think the first thing I can find might be a Washington Examiner article from the early 2000s, but in like some center right to like right leaning publications, there's this reinterpretation of Star Wars in the late 90s, early 2000s that begins to suggest, wait, were the Empire the maybe the good guys? Yeah. And like the, 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 this is an essay I, I I think it's the first one I remember reading in this vein, but it's the case for the Empire uh, at the Washington Examiner, basically laying out, you know, if you really look at it, the Empire is all about order. Um, a lot of the things we see them do in the first movie are actually justified. Um, Princess Leia is a hostile spy, and... Alderaan is absolutely like a hotbed of terrorists and like support for the, for the rebels. The empire is basically trying to close out this war that's causing so much damage and destruction uh, to the galaxy. And this kind of, I think becomes increasingly how the empire is regarded in the expanded universe. And I think star Wars squadrons is kind of following in that tradition. TIE fighter as well embraces some of this. It does. Um, it does. Though, though, I think one of the things that that separates Tie Fighter is I, one of the things that Squadrons, I think, specifically in the story, feels marked by is an an anxiety about positioning the Empire that way. Yes. Uh, but but that can't square it. Whereas with Tie Fighter, Tie Fighter One is almost a night is written naively from that position. There is no self criticality about it, except. For the understanding that that machine will eat itself, that uh, you know, we we talk a lot about the or we have talked about in the past the sort of myth of the hyper competent fascist state. We talked about this with like the way Wolfenstein uh, yeah. uh, kind of undercuts that at its best moments, uh, does not fall into that trap, um, uh, and and I think Tie Fighter indicates that to some degree, which is the the idea of like, listen, everyone here is going to like kill everybody else here inside of this empire because that is one of the hallmarks of a fascist state is that while loyalty is a is a uh, a thing demanded of citizens inside of the state there is going to be intense competition and and betrayal and no no uh, no actual long-term uh, uh, structural growth in terms of institutions just to interject there about time Please. fighter I think it does a very smart thing which is the first series of the campaign you are intervening in a uh, fratricidal civil war, basically. Right, and the Empire right, comes right. in and steamrolls both sides and enforces a peace. And it's harsh, and you don't actually have any context for this, but you do put an end to a really brutal civil war. And so mm -hmm. this is the Empire maybe at its best, right? They come in as a not neutral third party, but a third party is so powerful it doesn't give a shit. And it just crushes these disagreements and imposes kind of a Roman peace. Totally. And well, that's, this, go ahead. Well, just, just to close the loop, the rest of TIE Fighter is you basically fighting Imperials gone bad and people who see this entire thing and are there like, I don't believe in this cause. The cause is corrupt. I'm in it for myself. That's kind of Harkov who like sells out a Star Destroyer to the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. And then after that, you end up fighting um, uh, Zarin, who is kind of the um, Albert Speer of the Empire. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, why should the Empire Emperor run this? He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm the genius here. And the rest of it is the Empire fighting like full-scale civil wars with itself while basically saying, 
we're bringing order and stability to the galaxy, uh, even as all hell breaks loose. Totally. And this game does do some of that stuff. There is like a shitty Imperial governor who you run into at a certain point from the Imperial side of the campaign who does not want to hand over the supplies you need to like, uh, uh, you know, uh, rebuild your from, from some losses and get your ship back. Right. You know, get your ship right again. Uh, and so like there's two well, some. There's even. Oh, I was Go just going to say there's even the, that that one guy, the one uh, Imperial officer who like you're tailing some rebels and the mission is to tail them, but yes, this yes. other one comes in and he's like, uh, they must die, obviously, right? 100%. Like, we're going to fuck up your stealth mission because we're going to attack them. Right. And so, like, again, it does do that incompetence thing, but it's, but the, the underlying thing very much is trying to position you as somehow more comfortable inside of the seat of a TIE fighter. And I don't know what the solution to that is because mm. the, the you know I'm very wow cool robot about the Tie Fighter the Tie the the this game does a great job of communicating the difference between rebel ships and and imperial ships the uh-huh. thing of like these ships don't have shields dude go yeah. fast move your move your power between different systems real quick and get in and get out is great uh, it it feels incredible that the difference between the perspectives being able to see only straight ahead versus being able to get a little bit more of awareness uh from an x-wing for instance uh that stuff is all really communicates a lot about the kind of war methodology of these two two fighting forces uh but in the in the campaign narrative it it just it feels like i can feel the hand of the author which it's mm. it's hard to say that that's a bad thing when, as an author, I want people to recognize the work that <laughs> that I do. But there's a difference between the sort of easiness by which a well-crafted story brings me in and the kind of speed bumps I hit when I go, oh, was this written for XYZ reason? Um, and I want to be careful here because I know one of the criticisms being brought to bear about this game is like, ugh, this is an SJW game, blah, 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 blah. There are people on the right who are already that person in a way that is dismissive of the project, not the execution. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I I think that it's valuable to have brown and black characters on screen in a Star Wars game. There are lots of them in this game. When you create a character, you get I mean, you kind of like create your officer, even though they don't really show up in cutscenes or anything, as far as I can tell. Um, you get a, a pretty wide range of human faces to pick from, um, uh, you know, across gender and, and, and race. And that's cool. That's good. But it is like there is a degree to which it's like there was something clean and clear about new a new hope showing you very clearly that the empire was a bunch of white dudes. That is like who made decisions inside of the empire. Those are the people who who were put into positions of power. Um, uh, and not that the not that those films you know really foregrounded many people of color. Uh, mm. But but uh, you know you look at a, a a shot of rebel pilots or rebel officers, and it's it is a little bit more diverse than than the imperial side is, and that's not like a mistake necessarily you know i mean that wasn't like oh yeah we forgot to bring black people into the empire like no no like we there was a there's a message being communicated by that cat those casting decisions i think think, well i was gonna say because that that avatar that you make at the beginning for the campaigns is actually the avatar that shows up in multiplayer battles okay like at the end of at the end of the score screen you you have all of your pilots lined up doing various poses and your avatar that you made at the beginning is that person and i feel like what they tried to push here was in because they wanted you to be able to make whatever avatar you wanted the empire had to become at least for humans 
humanly diverse. Uh-huh. So they extended how many alien races are available for the Republic to kind of yep. signal this, like, they're still better because yeah, yeah, they yeah. allow other other actual species you fall ass backwards into the D&D race problem humans are people in this universe humans are white people <laughs> aliens <laughs> are other races uh-huh, 100%. Um, and that is not a construct because they're alien species right uh, don't anyway, worry about it yeah yeah I think so. This this all goes back to Lucas flinching from the idea of if he really wanted to get that message across, it wouldn't have been a white farm boy blowing up the Death Star, right? It yeah. would have been like probably in the in the seventies would have been somebody who looked a lot more like Cesar Chavez or, yeah. or something like that yeah, yeah, than yeah. Uh, than Mark Hamill. And so instead, he goes with well, Americans are conditioned. Uh, through education to like really distrust posh British dudes. So yeah. that's the empire. And so that's why you get all these dudes who are like, no, I, the empire shouldn't have like brown women in it because my empire, the empire I loves all sound like fucking Sargon. Uh, and, and so like that's, that, they're protecting that identity they've adopted. Yeah. Um, that's true. But, that's true. But like, it does create this problem. Star Wars has become a like, just iconic in this way where people want to play with the fucking TIE fighters and they don't want to, I want to play with the TIE fighter. I don't want to like engage with the weird race narrative around it. I don't want to engage with the like fascism that the TIE fighter represents. I just want to play with the cool starfighter. But then I think the other problem is the empire was intended as analogous for a direction that was happening in American foreign policy in, in American society. And because the U S has never reckoned with that well and never reckoned with the fact that like, are we the baddies? Uh, we end up in kind of this absurd, we end up kind of mirroring our relationship with the DOD in general, which is that yes, the causes are frequently bad, but the troops <laughs> and the institutions are good with the solutions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that one of the most interesting things happening in that game story, and, and we should move on at this point, but is seeing the, the some of the New Republic stuff, the tension for a couple of the characters who were like, dogs, we used to be the rebellion. We did not have statutes and, and limitations put on the way we were doing shit. I was able to make a couple bucks on the side. No one cared that I was like doing my own three king shit off to the side while while fighting these these this empire. Now we have like, you know, governors to talk to. Now we have all sorts of like rules and regulations that didn't exist before. And that sort of professionalization of an army is interesting that to, to see some of. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to finish it because I, I actually think the mission design is incredibly good. I think that the the uh, location design is really great. Mm. Um, and, I'm, and I am clicking with some of the companions or some of the other your, your wingmen characters, um, though I do wish the story wasn't just stand in place and either get monologued at or witness two other people talking to each other. Yeah. Um, Squadrons two, just go full wing commander three. Please, please <laughs> let me seduce FMV. the reptile. <laughs> I'm begging. I hate you. the reptile, but but maybe you know hate very close to love. Wow, force you theory of feelings. I learned that from Star Wars. Um, <laughs> really quick, uh, a breaking news: eighteen minutes ago, Xbox rolled out a thing. Kato, you just let us know yeah. about this called Lightstream. Um, that says, uh, "Do you want to? Do you want to?" Font. Yeah, the font's good. It's mm. good. That's good font work. 
It's a good yeah. typeface right there. Uh, that seems to be a higher end version of streaming to Twitch. Yeah, $8 a month. It's 8 bucks a month, huh? But that lets you do overlays, alerts, different scenes, and more without needing to invest in a streaming computer or a capture card. That's their, that's their copy. Anyway. Right. Um, that's interesting. That's that's funny that, right. that we Literally, raised it and <laughs> we like uh, made this tweet appear. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 wild that this it it kind of feels like um, yeah you have to wonder whether or not Sony responds in any way to this, right? Yeah, because so much of their like the the like PlayStation Five like or the PlayStation Four in house streams are set up that way to to do what we were talking about earlier to 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 kind of mine the content for for on its own rather than help any who's gonna individual creator yeah uh, I'm curious I'm, I, I don't think, think people, people are gonna use this. I think people, people are, are use I, it. people are there's a lot of people this. who don't have a streaming computer but who yeah. love streaming there are people there really who are. can't afford cap cards that stream from their their consoles already to Twitch but wish they could do overlays and scene changes and all that like I I don't I don't disagree that those people exist I just wonder what the the like this this feels as though it's a half measure like what it should be is just there should be yeah. this should just be built in you shouldn't be paying $8 a month this is what the culture is and so saying like I don't know here's this thing you can go pay 8 bucks for go for it I, I I'm not disagreeing that it's not useful to swaths of people I just think like the ceiling of that is not particularly high and that the expectation should be that there should this should just be built into the UI I think that should services. be the expectation I'm with right. you I think that there is such a prosumer culture a like mm-hmm. The, the same – the culture of like I want to buy a green screen and a ring light and I want to make this look good. Here's the expectation for what a good stream looks like. I want to make affiliate. I want to make partner. That culture I think very quickly will become, oh, are you an Xbox streamer who uses – who doesn't spend the eight bucks? Oh, hmm, okay. I see. Yeah, I'll just watch someone who like really takes this seriously instead. Like that culture is kind of fucked and does totally exist. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I do think that those features should be free. I think that that's – an important or some, part of some sort it. of way to tap into in the same way that you know, like if Twitch didn't want things like OBS right. to exist, like they could clamp that down. Yeah. Um, this is maybe more on Xbox's side than Twitch's side. Like I don't know where that begins, but um, it would be nice if there was a way for like software developers to to do some sort of equivalent, you know, or maybe it was cumbersome to use in the way that OBS is in Streamlabs or cumbersome to to use, but they allow you to accomplish things without. Without paying eight bucks a month. Yeah, Patrick. Uh, before we wrap up, I know you played a couple things. I know you, you per Twitter anyway. You've successfully beat Hades, or at least you hit credits. Or did you hit I credits? The first? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Got no. Your first on Hades. You, you got your first escape. Yes, first escape. Okay. Yeah. No, I uh, escaped on my twenty fifth attempt, which felt like a more satisfying escape than on our the Hades cast. I mentioned that I had like many many escapes before that i had a run with a build that was just like me tapping the a button and i was like just kind of like marching through like i'd never made it to elysium i'd never made it to the the final area i'd never made it to hades but i was just sort of like a tank just like working my way through the second half of the game. it wouldn't have felt particularly satisfying whereas like this one this run felt like i've internalized a lot of the game like i've spent my i've, I've you know you know uh, I, I have taken my – I have scars to show for my runs and like so this <laughs> run felt um, like really satisfying. Um, and so I, I'm, I want to see the credits where, you know, I think you have to beat the game a number of times in order to – I don't know what the 
I literally haven't even done like the dialogue after the run to see what what's changed and like what opens up um, to see like the credits. But it, I do feel like slightly released from the game in the way that Spelunky, when you beat Olmec, is not. Yeah. I, I, that's not really beating the game. Like going to hell, seeing like the quote unquote real ending, I feel like is. Um, you can beat Olmec and feel satisfied. I think like you've experienced the, an arc of Spelunky and then it's like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to just end it here? Or do you want to take this from to like to a certain mastery where you have to like really internalize a lot of what's going on in this game to an even higher degree? And I feel like that's what I've hit with Hades is like, I could set this down and it would still be probably one of my favorite games of the year, if not my favorite game of the year. Um, but it, it lets me at least like move it off. Like I can go play something else. Like cool. Like I've done that. I can still dip into Hades. I'm gonna pick at it. I'm gonna work my way towards that credits. But like a certain weight has uh, yeah a weight has been lifted. Right. Um, Do you think you'll go back to Spelunky at this point and try to it's get pr- that win? Probably. Didn't not you read now. Patrick's like, fuck Spelunky? Piece? I did read. I did <laughs> read when Patrick said fuck Spelunky. Yo fuck Spelunky. You're a coward, Spelunky. Show yourself. Uh, How old are you, Spelunky? Sp- the shit I hate. Spelunky. <laughs> Spelunky too. I saw that that you know uh, Derek you out here saying. Like maybe we're gonna make one one uh, world easier. one easier yeah. uh, for folks. So I don't know. Maybe Spelunky Two is the coward. I also think it's probably the right choice. I think the yeah. balance of that game opens really harsh in, game, a, in a way that that game felt built for us when we were playing Spelunky daily, and not for us. Right? Like five I beat Spelunky, after. and it's like, yo, I opened this. You beat Hell, and it says, here's a code for Spelunky Two. Like, <laughs> yeah. have fun. Yeah. As opposed to like having taken you know four years off or whatever where the gap was between. No, I think Spelunky Two. I, I, I think I'm like officially punting on it for like right now. It's a game where like I have so much coming down the pike, right? Like I'm going to have to play Demon Souls, <sighs> Cyberpunk's coming out, Assassin's Creed's coming out. Like Jesus there are just Christ. like giant games like in front of me where I'm going to have to make choices. And so Watch Dogs is coming out in two weeks, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's just like that's – Get ready, you know, Austin. I'm gonna, <laughs> oh wow, you're teaming me up, huh? That code hasn't hit yet, uh, right? I don't I'm not No, it's not. Wasting my time. Uh, I got to I got to check in on we that. We got to get you um, jacked in, son. Uh, um <laughs> Join the resistance. Join the resistance. Here, uh-huh. I, I graffiti this pig mask for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there was a there was new footage. Did we talk about this the watchdog? Sorry to interject in this moment, Patrick. No, I know you were good. building Go. something. Did did you see I'm going to play it next year. That's that's, that's, what, the, that's the answer. Yeah. Play Splunky 2 when things have calmed down and I'll get back. I got to two it. watchdogs things. One is they there was another trailer for Watch Dogs Legion that dropped out of the last Ubisoft one. Okay, actually, wait, pause, time out. First of all, do you remember during the last Ubisoft event when <laughs> we're in a lot of when s- yeah we're like we're, edge we're <laughs> come on I'm gonna keep taking the fucking revealing another egg inside of not egg what are they what a uh, uh, Matryoshka doll not Fabergé eggs Fabergé eggs and Matryoshka dolls different <laughs> things. Um, uh, do you remember when uh, uh, Izgimo said uh, or did, did that apology for recent Ubisoft bullshit and then. Sure. The response on social media was, we're going to stitch that onto the front of uh, mm-hmm. this video when it hits YouTube. Nah, I checked it like three days ago. It was not on there as of that as of then. So that just never happened. That just never happened. Uh, wow. I think it's its own video on YouTube. Um, and and so just put it out there that sometimes people will say, oh, don't worry. We're going to take care of this uh, in post. And then it does not get taken care of in post. Uh, because why would it? Um, two... The thing that I was going to talk about is the they did more Watch Dogs Legion reveal stuff. Uh, and two things that I think were very worth, I guess, there's a story trailer and then there was a, a DLC, further DLC reveal. In the story trailer that's made me more like, oh, here we go. The revelation, of course, is the true baddie seems to be the the 
the real terrorist, the terrorist who blew up the thing at the beginning of the game and who, uh, you know, is the one who it, it very much feels like this person is doing taking things too far. We have to we have to be the force that brings them that puts the leash on the the evil terrorist organization zero day. We got to be the good terrorist organization. We have to make a, a civilian a citizen arrest on these motherfuckers to bring things back to normal. And obviously it's still a game that is fundamentally seems like it wants to critique dystopian oppressive regimes or whatever. But that story trailer lowered my confidence in the twists and turns to come from that game in a big way. I hope that I'm wrong, but it made me feel like, oh, okay, the whole thing is going to be unmasking this person who wants change, who wants things to be better too badly, who wants to, to take, you know, do the things that, that go a little bit too far, which is like such a classic shitty antagonist, you know, uh, role. The second thing, which I thought was very funny, is they did reveal more about the season pass for that game. Uh, do you remember the Aiden Pierce reveal that was part oh, of do that I? stream? Yeah. Um, so they revealed <laughs> that guy. That hey, it's that guy. That no one gives. Let's a remember fuck about. some guys. Um, what was his name they, again? <laughs> Iconic Hat, Mister Iconic Hat. Um, they revealed that he is one of four characters as part of the DLC that he's in that you'll get to play as. And all three of the other characters are more interesting. Um, <laughs> one is Wrench from Watch Dogs 2. Wrench is great. I wish his boyfriend, Marcus, was also here. That doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, two is someone with psionic powers. A woman who just has what? gotten some. Yeah, just straight up. Dude, uh, she is. I'm trying to find what her name is. Um, she was like, you know, part of some experiment. They literally say that she is like a transhuman character uh, uh, who has had some had some um, uh, mental powers. Straight up, it says possesses the ability to mind control individuals. So at that point, I'm like, this uh -huh. is now a different genre of world and game <laughs> than what you've set up. Finally, the fourth person that they're putting in this game is a new character uh, who is. An assassin from Assassin's Creed. It's a modern assassin. The thing that people wanted in the Watchdog series since day one. And now it's been five years and no one cares. Like <laughs> now it's it's she's a character who's going to exist in this DLC. I bet people are not even going to know this exists. But the idea of like, oh, yeah, I want to play a member of the Assassin's Brotherhood in the modern day has been a thing that people were clamoring for for Bring, eight years. If they brought back Ezio. Bring back. Then. Bring back Ezio could have done it. Well, and it's not even you're not even playing as as far as I know, the the current like lead from the Assassin's Creed games. This is a different Assassin's Creed character, I believe. Well, the current lead is an Abstergo flunky, right? Oh, you're right. No she way. is. Hold on, is she, she might not be I can't remember. Mm. I anyway, can't they've remember. also said this is they've also explicitly even though like Ubisoft just flirted with the UB cinematic universe like interconnected like lore stuff i think they had to like get out in front of this and be like uh no like this is just for what this is just for funsies yeah it's just for funsies you can't say pretty that sure. pretty sure sort I of like that. how predator doesn't really exist in the ghost recon world like this says it's a crossover they really walked this back that's that's sad that's disappointing you can't say it's a I'm crossover looking. if it's not a crossover you know Ugh, bummer uh, anyway Austin's holding out like character shows up with like a thumb drive and it's like ato.dat and it's like here we go we got him boys listen I, there, I you know there was a real long period of time there where i really enjoyed playing those assassin's creed games and and 
I think a lot of us really wanted the modern day Assassin's Creed thing that was promised throughout all the Desmond arc and that we just straight up never got. We got like two little mini levels of Desmond punching people. And I was like, really? None of this built to... And now we're in a modern day Assassin's Creed setting, really? And I was hoping. Was that basically because they didn't want to pay the voice actors any? Like, I have no idea. They basically want to dump um, Nolan North and uh, Kristen Bell, right? That was Kristen the, Bell uh, was the other lead. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember what the what the behind the scenes stuff was. I just remember being disappointed that they didn't ever cash in on it. Anyway, that game's out in a couple of weeks, and. I guess I'm playing it for coverage, so that's fun. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for it. There's stuff there that I'm that I'm interested in. Uh, I saw someone do a Stone Cold Stunner, um, yeah. in, which seemed good. Uh, so, so you know, there's there's always that producer. Uh, I don't even who. Okay, how would you even? I'm gonna pull the room. How would you say that name? We're off to a good start here. Uh, uh, what I would do is type it into Google and type pronounce <laughs> and try to make sure that I don't fuck it up. I'm just I just I don't want to try because I don't want to I, I, I'd be insulting to try and uh, for me I to think attempt it's this, let the uh, name. I think let the eshi is how I would pronounce that. And if I'm wrong, I apologize. But let the eshi. Thilianthan. Yeah, Thilianthan. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it's close. I think it's close. We're gonna get. Um. Uh, anyway, there's, I guess a video. Um. Uh, and there's a quote from uh, from them that says uh, she's not canon, referring to the assassin in Watch Dogs Legion. She's purely it's purely a fan service from our side and also the Assassin's Creed side. Okay. Uh, she goes on to highlight that Legion team is quote not trying to build a joint universe between Watch Dogs. And- That's a bummer. It's fine. No, and then I was as I was reading in a different article, um, like previous like Easter eggs, they then in later games just like retconned into canon. So I think it's like. Well, if people really like this character, you it's know, happen. canon is whatever you want it to be. And yeah. so uh, on some like, level, like n- 90% of gamers have seen the first few hours of every Ubisoft game and like <laughs> 0% have seen the last five of every single one of them. So Ooh. you can be like, yeah, that, 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 who can say whether this person say? exists in this universe? <laughs> God. Anyway, that's, that's what's on my mind with Watch Dogs. Um, Patrick, do you want to quickly shout out for Gone, the other game I know you've been hitting? Not really. It's a <laughs> damn. Uh, it's it's a Oof, just give it the Spelunky Switch, two treatment. <laughs> Switch, <laughs> Xbox, and, and PlayStation. Uh, you watch a trailer, and that game just looks like Dead Cells, and uh, it plays a lot like Dead Cells, but in a like more traditional mm. structure. So it has uh, loot drops um, that you're dealing with, but it plays looks um, like Dead Cells, but like a not great version of Dead Cells. Gotcha. Um, I mean, it seems it seems it's fine. Like you could do worse, but it's one of those. Like I played it for forty minutes and was like, "All right, I'm good." You're all you're. That's it. You're done. Foregone. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, um, Kato. I know you also wanted to quickly shout out something, but I don't have it in front of me, so I don't have the name. Oh yeah, this demo I played. <laughs> um, it just had. It was interesting. Let me double check what the name is because I. Also forget. Um, Speaking of double checking names, uh, yeah, Latish. Uh, he's Latish. he's the it's the person who's at the start of the Watch Dogs Legion post launch and season pass content trailer and who narrates it and pronounces Thank you. his own name. So there we go. Anyway, Kato, go ahead. Um, somebody meant, I forget where I saw this, but somebody mentioned this game as a think Sekro, but uh, place it in uh you know early or. Uh, uh, I forget what dynasty uh, in 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 Chinese folklore instead of Japanese folklore, right? Okay. Um, 
And so I was like, okay, let's see how how that that feels. Why can't I find this game in my library? Uh, Sword Seven. Yes. Yeah, Sword Seven. Uh, and somebody mentioned it because they had the Steam had that that um, games fest where there was like a bunch of demos you could download. Right. Um, and I checked it out, and uh, it was it was pretty neat. And the the I could see how people make that compare the comparison uh, to Sekiro, um, but it ended up really kind of pointing out. Um, what the extra like how much how important it is that uh from soft um really tweaks the combat animations on things and the way that that changes combat feel like this this game had a had the similar like systems of like there's the posture bar you know doing the perfect parry makes the posture bar fill up quicker on the enemy um but the the enemies didn't have the same sort of reactions to being uh, blocked. They also didn't ever react when you hit them in a way. And like, it, like more like it you're was doing damage tweaks. to a meter than you're doing than, than right, as being exactly. represented on screen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's surprising how much like those animations are not even like, like you can blink and miss them in Sekiro because they're quick, small things, but like yeah. it really kind of brings out how much those small details kind of add up to the feeling of uh, really, um, you know, taking a, an enemy off off guard, taking an enemy like off balance and stuff yeah. like that. Um, it was it was kind of interesting to see like a, a separate and like here's the weirdest thing is that it still felt okay, it still felt all right to kind of play, <sighs> but it ended up being because it was a little easier to take these enemies out. Where, like, if it had been as hard or if it had taken as many hits as it would to take a Sekro enemy out, right. it would have been super frustrating to not have that feedback and not understand what what I'm doing wrong when I'm fighting, like, this boss enemy or whatever. Right. Right. That's a, um, The demo is free on Steam, presumably? Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Um, and so it's, like, um, just really made me appreciate the, the, like, small details in how even if the systems are the same the 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 combat in Sekiro is really finely tuned um to really make it feel much more impactful. Yeah. You yeah. know what's wild to think about um speaking mm. of FromSoft, uh I I recently I recently saw some people shit talking the PS2 launch lineup. Uh-huh. Uh and I just realized that there were like 3 or 4 <laughs> FromSoft games at the PS2 launch. And if that had happened now, everyone would lose their shit. And yeah. I just feel wow. like we didn't know what we had. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> Eternal Ring and Evergrace are as, uh, you know, wait, so they made, up, they made different games back poised then. Poised to, wait, and wait, uh, listen, wait. Armored Core 2 is, is, is an incredible video game. Uh, but hold but, on, one of their old games is called Eternal Ring? Yeah, Eternal, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, put it together. Put it together. God yeah. damn it. Uh huh. Um, uh, I don't remember if that one, one, I think one of the two of them is, is someone else's IP, but I don't think it, I think eternal ring, I, if they did, if Elden ring ended up being an eternal ring sequel, I yeah, would sure. just right. love it. So well, much. just the way that dark souls is a demon souls quote unquote sequel, but not really. Right. But not, but not like, really. Yeah, exactly. But I actually think for the big, it would be so much Mario lost Vikings type situation. If Blizzard ever did that, people would be mm. like, haha, this is relevant to my area of interest. It's the one thing I know that other people do not. 
I am the Lost Vikings lover. Somebody's going to be like, I'm the Eternal Rings lover. Finally. Finally. Let me tell you. Let me. Let oh, me, let me uh, you, you may not know what this is a reference to. If you played Eternal Rain, um, oh, this is very clever. I love what they do in the scene. Uh, yeah. This is a little callback to Eternal Rain. Oh, you didn't play all, Eternal yeah. Rain? I thought you were a FromSoft fan. Oh, I guess you didn't. Oh, you. Oh, Demon Souls is where you discovered them? Oh, uh, okay. So you came a little late. Oh, so you don't know I shit about you. Kane Morgan, huh? You don't know anything about Kane Morgan or the four types of magic rings that can be found on and created on the island, huh? No? Okay. Cool. Someone should go back and play don't, that game. Don't get me started on good. that island. <laughs> Here, I created a video series uh, on this. You, if you just watch these four videos, I think you'll be caught up and you'll be able to appreciate this game. I'm going to try to find a good Eternal Ring Let's Play and see if it's uh, <laughs> see what 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 learnings I can have from this. Anyway, I'm just saying, from Soft, give us give us a new Armored Core game, please. All right, thanks. Um, <laughs> I thank God that thank God Elden Ring's not coming out this year. I can't handle it. There's already t- there's too much. Yeah, but you know, like, we I've, would both drop everything else to play that game. Well, of course, but I'm just I'm just saying. I'm 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 I've made my peace that you know that game is probably far off. It's probably not till like later next year. And yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, about a demon souls away. Take your time. Apparently, all right. <laughs> on that note, we should wrap things up. Uh, it's been a long one. We'll be back uh, on on Monday for another one. Uh, Patrick, you're out, right, on Monday? Well, not yeah. So I will uh, I will have a piece on assassin or Lila, assassins amnesia <laughs> rebirth on uh, Monday. Um, not quite a review. I've played like two thirds of it, so I have some thoughts on it. But are you I sure can, you played two thirds of it? Did you were you able to pull up this, the UI and check to see how many more? I, there was a developer walkthrough <laughs> that was given with it, and occasionally I check it to see where, where yeah. which page of the PDF am I am I <laughs> Look on? Look at this wonderkind. Um, he knows this piece is going to go up on Monday. It's, yeah, he knows. There's it's an Thursday, but Patrick knows that like he'll get it done. Whereas I have to, I have tomorrow off and Monday off, and I so I have it's uh, noon. I have uh, five hours between <laughs> now and then to time a baby nap with writing twelve hundred words on Amnesia Rebirth. You'll get um, there. I believe in you. I believe in you. It won't happen. So, Rob, but and then I'll t- I'll talk about it next week. Rob and Cato, I think we'll see you on Monday. Gita will be joining us to talk about some other games. So look I'm forward to shaved. that. What? Wow. No, shaved by then. Oh, you know? I'm gonna oh, please don't. Control. I want to come back next Thursday oh. and just. just <laughs> for you, Patrick, for you, <laughs> not shave or bathe, for, oh, but just for you, my friend. <laughs> oh, little no shave and bathe. No, I don't like this. Thank you for joining us. As always, you can send questions to gaming at vice.com. We'll have to do a question bucket deep dive soon. Uh, as always, you can follow us on twitter.com slash waypoint. Follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Where can people find you? Eternal Ring is just Kingsfield. I'm watching this. Is it just Kingsfield? Is it just a Kingsfield? Yeah. But it has yeah, it's a first person. But it Time has, is a flat. It like, does have cool magic ring stuff. That is the thing I remember about it. Yeah. I, I, so, yeah. You know. But it is just like first person dungeon crawler. Well, like, this uh, is the thing that's wild. It's like, thing. and then also they put out Evergrace, a different JRPG, a different uh, RPG. Is it like an action RPG? Right? I want to say Evergrace has a, has an action RPG vibe at least, um, which maybe that means that that is also is that the the thing that then eventually becomes Souls? Is that the like the design direction? I don't know, Patrick. Uh, next Deep week, thoughts. I'd like to see some. Investigation into into these <laughs> games. I remember Evergrace has like that dude with silver hair on the cover. That's what I remember about Evergrace. <laughs> That's kind of it. He kind of yeah. This is just an action game, or is it? Maybe it's deeper than that. Maybe there's something Damn. else going on there. Damn. Someone's already done all this research. We could just find these articles that have already been written. Uh, Sony will just throw them into the PS5 uh, UI. 
Yeah. <laughs> just, just let me. Yeah, can I play Evergrace on my PS5? Where, why wasn't that in the video? Why isn't cowards? that listed in the backwards compatibility thing? Uh, where can people find you on the internet, Kato? At A underscore Kato underscore appears. Rob. Uh, under a brand new uh, comforter, a new down comforter. Uh, I'm going to be very cozy. I'm I'm bunkered in for the winter. It's going to be a long winter of COVID and like political upheaval. And I 18 am just days. Going to, yeah. 18 days to the election as of this recording. A- 18 days until the general strike begins uh, to <laughs> force the administration <laughs> to observe the, the election results. Oh, I hope so. Um, I, well, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, will we have the political will to make anything happen? <laughs> Who could say? Well, you know, with uh, <laughs> with Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and Dianne Feinstein on the case, uh, led by Joe Biden, uh, I think we're going to see some big fucking changes uh, in, in the, the coming fuck up, year. Oh. Welcome to Rob's new podcast, yeah. The Optimistic Spin. That's The Optimist, the, starring, starring Rob Zappi, the Eternal Optimist. Patrick Joe, Joe Biden's gonna roll into Washington with a six pack of judges in his uh in his briefcase. <laughs> oh, oh, I just need uh, nothing's gonna end at the election. We know this for yeah. many reasons. But it's I dangerous to it. even entertain the notion that this drove me crazy in 2016, where everyone's like, "Oh, I can't wait for this election to 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 be over." And it's like, no, my friends, this election is clarifying. Like embrace this, embrace the shock to the system. These are your smelling salts. Like, you, like this is this is who we've always been. Totally, you just can't pretend. Anymore. I just want to clear, not clear. I just want to to relabel a tab. Do you know what I mean? In the Trello of my mind, I yes. would like to turn one this one that says politics and elections to just say politics now for a, a minute. You know what I mean? Just yeah, for a little I bit. Do. I just want to just cl- not even again. It's not even clearing it so much as changing the color of of the the post-it note. You know what I mean? I need to. I just need to freshen it up a little bit just to get a little bit of breathing room again in my fucking brain. I Patrick- see, yeah. I mean, I do not need to be revisiting five thirty eight again on a semi daily basis. Be like, wonder what the projections are these days. Ooh, the election stop snake it, is looking Rob, fine. Stop it. You need to Ooh, stop. Is that going blue? Fox? What are you Rob, doing? Yeah, don't do that. Don't you, look at the numbers. You can't change oh my the numbers God. by then, looking at them. I won't have to hear about Amy McGrath ever fuck ever again. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that that wall well, for six years campaign for six years, and then she'll be back. She'll be no, back she won't. To forget. She'll be so. like doing consultancy for some sort of like for Raytheon or some shit. <laughs> Uh, for whatever for whatever new war we end up. Joe starting. Biden has betrayed the Trump agenda. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, You're great. Thanks so much for your support. Oh, don't support it. Oh God. Anyway, we 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 would need a dedicated podcast to talk about these things. We don't have them, uh. so instead, I'll say, Patrick, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, at Patrick Kubek, watching this, the gamer Darius doing his part two. My of favorite his, emperor. Let's play for for. <laughs> Darius, uh-huh. not Emperor. Darius oh, is an emperor. Is that we can't go down oh, this whatever. road either. We need a third okay. podcast about history. <laughs> uh, if only they would let us do eight podcasts, I think we'd yeah. be in a better place. Be oh great. my god! I just go. I would just. Oh, I so yeah. I cut the internet cable. Bye, <laughs> Robin Austin. Have fun. You start your podcast network. We're doing it. Let's just do it. Let's. You know what? Fuck hey, it, Patrick, man. Do you like the Mentalist? <laughs> 
How far in are you, Rob? Have you gotten to the Oh, big... my God. So we just got rid of evil Elon Musk. <laughs> Sorry. Stop. Once again, redundancy. Evil Elon Musk. I need to stop saying that. Oh. We just got rid of the e- Elon Musk analog because he like uh-huh. tried to kill a bunch of kids. Or that just maybe just great. one kid, but it kept going wrong. Mm. Anyway, that rocked. Uh-huh. You're you're getting real close to like one of the coolest things in that show. So I'm gonna shut up. We're gonna end this podcast. Uh is there a uh, Bowen, shout out to Bowen, let's use the track Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that at wepoint.zone slash BO. Yeah, I got an email today. When does that thing go up on HBO Max? When does that thing go up? What thing? You know what I'm talking time. about. You know what I don't want to oh, say. Oh, that say, thing. When does that thing go up uh-huh. on Genlock? HBO? When is that? No, when is that? No, no, no. Sh- shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm checking. It's uh, inspirational music. Oh no! Don't say it. Don't. Uh, I'm checking. It. I'm checking. Date. Here we go. That you is. You can say the date. And let, people can do it. It's the, today. It's up day. right I now. Today was, that was the 15th. What? <laughs> Fuck. We could just go. We could just keep it rolling, baby. Let's just do a live uh, commentary. We just have to fill live. seven short hours. God. I think I have a meeting in three minutes, so I can't do it now. But. Bum, bum, no. <laughs> it's fucked up how I that's what that's what made me understand what you all were talking about. Okay. <laughs> some fucking well, drum. Some 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 uh, some promises were made in a, in a in a private in a DM. DM about maybe we'll see watching something and, re- and reporting. No with special appearances by Lynn Manuel Miranda, <laughs> Bill Clinton, and the New York Yankees. Can we turn off this podcast? I'm hungry for food and not this. Have a good weekend, everybody. Be safe. Fuck capitalism. Go home. Etc. Etc. You already know what it is. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What uh what do you think has better odds the election or pulling venti? <laughs> pulling venti cuz you could always just throw money at it until you get the result right. you want. Wait, isn't that how the election works? Hey. Hey, got him. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go eat lunch. Bye bye bye. Hello. Hello Rob. How's it going? It's going. Was that your desk? Yes. <laughs> I was adjusting its position. Uh, I would have, for a second, I was like, is there like some sort of like, you know, backhoe outside of Rob's apartment? Did you hear the Rob's hydraulic apartment? noise or yeah. did you hear the, the, the pneumatic, like uh-huh. the farting noise? Both. Both? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, ever since we moved, uh, the desk makes a weird like.
just ass ripping noise when like one of the legs adjusts position. Um, the wow. newer one that was only assembled once doesn't make that, and it's perfectly quiet. But this one, ever since reassembly, mm-hmm. uh, like clearly some pocket of air got into the system when it was taken apart, um, right. and now mm. it's just part of the pageantry. <laughs> Is Patrick here? I think Patrick's having audio difficulties. Patrick, I think. Oh, I Patrick's just frozen. being really still. No, oh think... wait, is Patrick also Patrick is frozen? Patrick yeah. is frozen. Boy, hostile vibes. Just won't even look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Now I, I know why Discord boring. was muted. Why was Discord muted? Because you didn't want to hear because, Rob. Because you were because you were sending me messages last night while I was playing, and so I <laughs> wanted the Discord sound to stop fucking doing that. There you I just go. Get the notifications through my phone, and then I was like, Why is Discord muted and my headphone I works with everything you. else? I broke it. <laughs> All right. Um, check one, two, three. Oh. Why Roquan <clears throat> Smith is starting to become the leader of the defense for the Bears? Sure, he is. Yeah. Oh, he's. Fine. You sound kind of loud, Austin. I, I brought myself back down, but Audacity doesn't see me at all. One second. Oh, weird. I was loud too. I've turned it down. I'll be as loud as I want to be. Damn. Kato can I'm fix not- it in post, but. Uh, I'm just going to explore the space. A memoir by Rob Zachary. <laughs> Loud as I want to be. My life is the low-key presence on three understated podcasts. <laughs> the good one. What if, if, if they were making a, a The Last Dance, but about you, what would it be called? Wow. <laughs> good question. Frozen? I'm no. frozen for you guys? No, that was no, you before. Were, no. ages ago. That yeah. was old information, Patrick. We good? Okay. <laughs> no, we... Sorry, no, we're I was... all good. Okay. <laughs> sure. We're already starting late, Patrick. Uh, we can't be held back by your uh, delayed processing. Mm. Of yes, my, yeah, my... <laughs> I apologize for my constant delays. I'm always late. Uh, happy Global Hand Washing Day, everybody. Never been more important. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, all right, Ty, that is how old is global hand washing day? Oh, how old's when is the global wash Wait, your this fruits is... and vegetables from the grocery store? I don't do that shit anymore. So glad I don't do this shit anymore. Global like, it's not really transmitted through your hands anymore. I just yeah. don't, I don't worry about I mean, like, I, mean, I still it never was. Yeah, anymore is very funny. <laughs> but I mean, like in terms of like prior priorities, like you know, it's, it's not that big. Okay. It's, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, two thousand eight. Uh, worried about these UPS boxes in my house. Get put that shit in the garage. Damn it! Burn it like the thing. <laughs> God, did you see those clips going around of Kurt Russell and uh, John? Carpenter I saw you paste this? it, and I have not oh, watched should, it. I it's know just it's so fucking funny. I mean, like it's just it's like the laser disc commentary or whatever. It's probably sure. out there in full, but it's just them cracking the fuck up. And all these like horrendous moments in the thing as monsters are like tearing them, their way out of people and people are being burned alive. And <laughs> it's just Kurt Russell cackling. It's so funny. He, uh, um, it's, uh, you know, I'm not saying you should go and watch this by yourself, but uh, Kurt Russell is uh, in this, I guess now it's a series on Netflix, but these uh, Christmas movies where he plays Santa Claus. Santa, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, 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 it's a good, like, in the hierarchy of kids movies forced to watch like it's like it's he's really funny in it it's like actually like a 
great time, except for the fact that the movie is like secretly about like parents accepting the death of their father, which is like a twist I was not did Ooh. not see coming in this kid's Ooh. movie. I was like sobbing Jesus. in front of my daughter, like hiding hiding my face. Watching this at a Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. But anyway, the takeaway is that Kurt Russell's very good in it. And <laughs> if you have to sit around and watch a holiday movie with your family sometime, there are like worse things to recommend than watching. Fortunately, I don't have to worry about that this this year. That's true. You're good. You could just, Rob, you could just pour yourself a scotch and do it by yourself. <laughs> just Rob and the Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> Taking it back. We're I just want to say on the record. points about the Christmas Chronicles sequel oh. comes out in a couple weeks. I would rather watch the Kurt Russell Santa movie than the Mel Gibson Santa movie, which seems like a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 Santa was racist. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to end up watching that movie like on HBO Max at like 1115 on a, on like a Saturday night yeah. when my wife's asleep as the destiny of that film. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm doing a clap. We all ready? Let's do 25. Ass. Quick one. Keep you on your toes. Good one.